Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, the boys head to Amity Bay and climb aboard the Orca to answer the age-old question in this new podcast series. Is Jaws overrated or misunderstood? Mike, I'm here with my trusty friends, fellow hosts, uh, Pixel Nick, Chadwick the Third, and Dad, and the Carrot aggressively State. mediocre producer, and Cricket's here. Hello, thank you. Yo. <laughs> yo. Uh, so yeah, Nick, how you doing tonight, dude? I'm doing good. How are you, Michael? Just fine, just fine. Uh, hoping. <laughs> I heard there was supposed to be like a storm tonight or something, and uh, whatever. I can hear it out. It's like, boys. Podcast. Can you hear it? I hope you can hear it. Storm boys. Is that why you said that? No, but I was going to say, uh, I hope that if it does come, it you know, we don't get any interferences here with the with the stream tonight. We don't get any power outages or anything like that. Uh but yeah, how you doing, Chad? I'm uh, you know, slowly dying. Slowly dying. Oh, sad. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> sad Chad. Chad in the house. Oh no. Why is Chad doing? Do we need to talk about it? First 24 hour shift. Um, oh no. Tuesday. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Oh man. Man, I don't know. 24 is a long time, bro. <laughs> like, I haven't worked 24 hours in a really long time. So, that's a really like long over time. a decade, probably. So, yeah. Thanks. Is, is this a downgrade? Yeah. I feel like you got demoted. What, what happened? No, I got, I got, no, I didn't. So, <laughs> Um, there's that meeting I remember you talking about. So like something <laughs> happened after that where you just like yeah. went to yeah, the less was, cool schedule. That, that was hot. Yeah. Um, so we added full-time people. So the full-time people have to work 24 hour shifts. I mean, is what it is. Wow. So well, it'll, take me, like, it'll take me a little bit adjusting. Like it's still cool. Cause it's like you work 24 straight hours, but then you have two days off. Yeah. But it's like these first two days flew by. <laughs> and then the 24 hours just drags so yeah. so is, is that it's one full day two off like every time you work yeah i work eight, yeah yeah 8 a.m to 8 a.m and then i'm off two days huh. and 8 a.m to 8 a.m then off two days you sleep in those 24 hours though right i mean allegedly that's what's supposed to happen but didn't <laughs> didn't happen tuesday yeah. so it's the, the funny thing is they they moved the the wake up time to seven uh, it used to be 6 a.m. You had to get up. They moved it back to 7. And I was like, so like everybody's been asking for that for years. And then didn't have a call 22 hours. And then um, um, 
three o'clock in the morning, got a call. So I didn't even get to sleep until seven. Oh. Like, oh, man, so lame. So, like, yeah. what do you guys do when you're not uh, answering a call? Um, I mean, we have chores he plays to do. all these games, dude. <laughs> Watching stuff. Yeah, yeah. Playing Sekiro. Playing, playing Sekiro. No, no, not playing Sekiro. Um, but is that better? Hopefully. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have like chores to do. We have truck treks to do. The trucks get done every week, every day. Um, weeklies get done once, once a day throughout the week, different truck. And, um, yeah, I mean, chores, that kind of stuff. But outside of that, it's really, once you get all that stuff done, you can pretty much do what you want, depending with who you're working with, of course. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, tomorrow you go back. I do. I do tomorrow. Well, we'll try to make it not a super late night for you then. Oh, I'm fine. Uh, I'm just kidding. To like, I won't fall asleep till like three anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh, dang. Oh, man. Uh, so we're just going to moody chat for a little bit. Moody chat for a couple weeks, so we'll be fine. Chad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dad, how are you doing tonight? I'm I'm good, although I'm sorry if I, I'm a little whatever and don't make any sense. I've got a carrot in my in my brain. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad um, you carrot that up for us. Okay. Yeah. Glad you it up. In case anyone was it's been the, the issue every other time. So <laughs> I think I, I was just like I was wondering that last week. I don't know. Maybe I didn't ask because I was like, maybe he doesn't know what's there. I don't want to make it feel awkward that there's like something hanging off. Like, maybe mean, nobody sees it. Nobody oh, else no. is talking about it. So maybe what do you, I shouldn't. What do you mean? <laughs> what What are you talking about? This is normal. Yeah, Have it, we, it explains a lot. Have we had like an abnormal amount of st- thunderstorms in the past like month? We've had a lot of rain I've, compared okay. to yeah. the rest of like the summer. Like it was a okay. super dry summer, and then all of a sudden, like August, rain, 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 rain. Yeah, <laughs> it was ridiculous the other day. I think it was Saturday. We were driving back, and it was just dumping buckets like for hours. Like we we're driving back, it was it was raining where we we're at. We drove back an hour, and then it was still raining here. Like. I was impressed with the amount of liquid falling from the sky. It was <laughs> substantial. Yeah, we've we've entered uh, eastern Seattle, like um, or the east coast no Seattle uh, period of the year. Um, yeah, lots of rain, uh, but there has been some. I wouldn't say maybe like the last couple of weeks there have been a couple of like actual storms, but for the most part, the summer and spring, I don't. I uh, recall many, but I, I like a good storm, uh, just not yes. during like podcast time. That would be preferable uh, to I'm not. I've always wanted to see a tornado. <laughs> uh, I think that'd be super rad. I had a dream that four tornadoes like were like <laughs> right doesn't... side by side by side by side. Uh, and then I woke up. And, Pretty sure that uh, means something. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. You're just something. staring at your family. Yeah. <laughs> my my family is just a bunch of tornadoes. I mean, they did are. Did you say women. you would like to see a tornado? Who said that? I did. Dad? Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. My my dad's sure been I what I heard. My dad's been in a hurricane when he was in the navy. Mike's been pretty in a hurricane. Wild. So we were yeah <laughs> we were like we went to Hilton Head a couple years ago and there was a hurricane that that ripped through. Yeah, dude, it was like one of the coolest experiences of my life, I think, because we were like in a high rise overlooking the beach. Uh, and I don't think it wasn't like 
Katrina where it's like ripping roofs off and stuff hurricane. But yeah. um yeah, who knows? Like a tin can. Yeah, we had uh we we go to the outer banks like every fall, uh every September, uh, because we're cheap and don't like to pay in season rates. So we wait right. until the off season starts and it just so happens to be hurricane season. Mm-hmm. Um, October. September. We go September, like usually yeah. first, second week of September. Off season One, is such a like a nicer name for hurricane season. Yeah, yeah. You always call it off season. <laughs> I get it, but yeah. like it's also coincidentally hurricane yeah, season. Yeah. Uh which <sighs> has only really impacted us twice. And they were back to back years. Once we got there and then we had to leave like two days later because was it Michael? I don't know. What which would have been Oh yeah, it was ironic your name. There was ironic. Your name. Yeah. Um, so we both hurricane. came into the Outer Banks uh, right around the same time. But yeah, uh, it felt like um, we're, this is like the world's longest intro, but whatever. Um, Seriously. We check into the hotel, right? <laughs> and everyone's like talking, having a good time. And it was straight up like a zombie apocalypse movie. Like the bar at the far end of the hotel lobby had the weather channel on and they're like, uh, Hurricane Michael coming through, expected to hit land, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like the only one paying attention. I'm like, you guys, is anyone hearing this? Like, <laughs> there's like, whatever, dude, we're at the beach, we'll be fine. And then, like, two days later, we had to pack up and leave. And then the next year, uh, one came through like the day we were driving down. So we had to like stop somewhere three hours outside and like wait to make sure that uh the house didn't get all wrecked and all that stuff and we were like a day or two late but yeah hurricanes fun stuff hopefully Mike, you don't have to experience one you know you're lucky that you didn't encounter any sharks yep everything's on the beach and it's all right sounds like something i've watched. and then someone's flailing <laughs> out in the ocean ah. <laughs> Hate to yeah see hey uh that's a great segue my dude i know we're uh let's talk about the topic tonight so uh, we decided to brainstorm up a new idea for um, a little series on the, the podcast uh, that we may revisit from time to time. And it's called Overrated or Misunderstood. And the idea is uh, we would go scour the internet and find movies, maybe controversial movies, that um, are on people's overrated movie lists. We would watch the movie, get on here, give it a little review, and then at the end, uh, come to the conclusion of whether we agree with the list and the movie is actually overrated, or if we disagree and that the movie is actually misunderstood and it's actually pretty awesome. Uh, so that's what we're going to do tonight, first time ever, and we're going to be talking about the movie Jaws. What? Wait, I thought we were talking about Serbian film. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the wrong movie. Yeah, same. It's I totally be... put it in the misunderstood category. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Short episode. Yeah, I can't even, I don't even know what to say <laughs> about that. Um, yeah, we're tackling the 1975 hit movie Jaws. Um, hit? Did you guys know this movie was based off a book? I had no idea. But it's based off. Yes, of a, I, it's in the title sequence based on a book yeah. by so and so. Yeah, I noticed uh, <laughs> the other night when I watched it. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, I was shocked um, initially when we when this popped up on the list that we were looking at. 
uh, because I think like it's it's widely regarded as a pretty great movie. Um, I don't know. Is that kind of what you guys thought? Like before going into this, were you surprised that it would end up on an overrated movie list? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think it, I mean, it's, it's widely regarded the way it is because it's really at the time that it came out and really even probably now is the only movie, good movie about a shark. <laughs> Right. Like you have you have yeah. the Meg, which is just horrendous. You have like Deep Lucy, I think was yeah. the, the name of the other one. Horrendous. Uh, also horrendous. There is a 2009 movie called Psycho Shark that they <laughs> renamed to Jaws in Japan, which has me very, uh, <laughs> very hyped like to go watch that one. Japan, they renamed it to Jaws or the title is Jaws in Japan. The title is Jaws in Japan, but it says mm. also titled Psycho Shark. Interesting. Uh, we can't forget I, the beloved Sharknado, too. Oh, my gosh. And it's two sequels. Yes, yes. So I feel what like... God. No, I was, I was just going to say. There are those articles going on about cocaine sharks. Cocaine so sharks. I feel like that movie's <laughs> sure. on the way. Because um, obviously someone found... Pablo's blow down the bottom of the <laughs> golf. <laughs> uh, oh man. I was just gonna say that like you have Jaws, right? I I liked it. And I feel like everyone has been trying to do that or something similar and has come up short. Or yeah. has been a disaster. Even with like the the CGI, like the technology we have, like the Meg, great example. All this money pumped into it, looking looking really cool, just falling flat because it can't live up, you know. You you mean you don't like Jason Statham like just punching, punching a, a giant dinosaur <laughs> shark in the nose? That's pretty impressive, but not not happening, man. No, yeah. it's yeah, not, not very, doing it's not it real, either, It's bro. not realistic at all. No. The scene that I love the most is when when they're in the underwater thing and the little girls at the glass and then. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Meg comes. That's probably the coolest part of the whole movie, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And the ending, <laughs> and the part when and I when it was over, when and the part when I got to, to walk away from it. <laughs> yes. Glad I didn't see that in theater. I'm yes. I'm impressed that it got a sequel. If I'm being honest with you, it looks like the sequel is horrendous. Um, not it shocking, totally but I'm surprised that it even got a sequel. Right. Yeah. But I do I do have to give a jeez, <laughs> uh, I do have to give a shout out to. <laughs> You hear that? I heard the same thing. It it sounded like a house blew up. Um, (laughs) So I do have to get a shout out to the Jaws ride at Universal. Yes, I was going to. Absolutely. Absolutely. The best ride at Universal. Let's be honest. It's no longer there. Unfortunately, I was going to ask because no longer there. I went there when I was a kid. So did I being terrified. But like, (laughs) I I will never, never forget it. You know, it's just one of those things that like sticks with you so good and i think i saw the movie right after that yeah so good so jeff yeah i think uh, i yes i i think i was like go ahead. no you're good no 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 go ahead go ahead go ahead i forget what, what i was eight? gonna say go ahead okay uh so being the only one of us that was you know able to watch this on release when it came out jeff uh damn like what was it like <laughs> you know compared to to your your you're only 20 years old experience. Jeff. yeah 
How did it compare mm. to the movies back in the day? I mean, you know, it, was, it was very, very <laughs> solid. It was very, uh, I would say it, it, it kind of like stood above the rest. Yeah. Um, took a bite out of the competition. It maybe. did. It did. <laughs> took a bite out of it, that. I like it, that. It sunk the competition. <laughs> uh, You're a yeah. douche. Sorry. Uh, it's totally <laughs> worth interrupting Chad for that one, though. Um, so I was looking, uh, and I, I had to see where Jaws, uh, landed on, you know, the goat movie lists on the internet too. If, if someone's saying it's overrated, I wanted to see if someone else was saying oh. that it was highly rated. Uh, and in my quick searching, I found it on three websites. Um, the greatest films, which is a website I'm not super familiar with. So take that as you will, had it listed at 35. IMDb had it listed at 50, and Parade had it listed at 22. Um, but you move, uh, sites like, say, Vanity Fair or uh, Rotten Tomatoes um, and the likes didn't include Jaws. So maybe it is more of a widely contested uh, movie here. Uh but originally, when I saw it on that website of, as being overrated, I was like, "What? No way!" Um, but yeah, let's let's get into the movie here. Uh, it is quite old, like I said, came out in what seventy five. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, how do you guys think it held up? Uh, did it stand the test of time? Or yeah, yeah. I I mean, I I think it does. Yes. Um... And I did make the mistake of letting the boys watch this today. Probably not my best parenting decision. <laughs> I ever made. Um, and they sat through the whole thing and loved it. So that I think that uh, leads to how good it has held up over time. Because if this was made like, granted, they probably weren't using CGI in 1975. But if this was made with 1975 CGI, it would not hold up. So the yeah. fact that it's all yeah, it would have been worse. Yeah, it would have been way worse. Or even I would raise you. The Hobbit CGI, and I probably wouldn't be able to watch it today. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you think, Nick? Um, no, I, I was I was particularly impressed with um, how well it held up, right? Because I've seen plenty of things a lot newer, a lot worse, and not newer like last ten yeah. years, like just like two thousand five movies that just like miss the mark when it comes to. Um, you know, there's no gaps in it. Like it looks like it should. Um, mm-hmm. And the other, and I mean, and Chad, I think maybe a reason why the boys liked it so much is I was thinking about it. I was like, they just don't make simple movies like that anymore because I was like, this has a strict three part mark. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. that's it. Like if any more, we get like this movie would have had like two extra like 20 minute segments in it. Right. Yeah. I think that, yeah, yeah, you're definitely right on that. And they like, I didn't even ask them to watch it. Like normally I have to ask them to watch something. Like, do you want to sit down and watch this? And they were like, is that Jaws? I've heard about Jaws. I've seen Jaws on YouTube. I was like, I mean, I, they're like, can we watch this? I was like, yeah, I guess, whatever. I mean, (laughs) we already went to the beach, so it's not like it's going to scare you out of the water. These days they're fine. Right. Right. It's not um, like 1995 letting your kid watch Jaws. And even, you know? yeah, and even when the intro song started, which is iconic. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Brady, Carpenter. Brady was even like, oh, iconic song. 
I'm like, what? Dude, like, you've like, never even seen this movie. How do you know it's an iconic I, song? I love kids, man. He's, They're uh, so funny. He was born for it, Chad. Just, he was. You just got to embrace gets it. it. He gets um, it. Yeah. Uh, John Carpenter uh, did, did the score here. Great. Um, I mean, John Williams? Yeah, that's what I meant. I don't know why I keep <laughs> I saying that. I was going to say, not John Carpenter. Uh, yeah. Who's John Carpenter? <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I think this is why I love practical effects so much. Why I wish uh, it would be utilized more. Um, <sighs> the the scenes with the shark. Oh, I don't know if you guys saw my lights Dang. dim there, but that's uh, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the scenes with the shark there in the the last like third of the movie. Yeah, so awesome. Uh, yeah, like I I was. I w- maybe not struggling, but like the first third ish, maybe half, yeah. I was like, eh, okay, Slow, maybe this yeah. is a little yeah. overrated. Like, it's not like super deep writing. Cause I mean, come on, we're talking about a shark that's eating people on the beach. Uh, not probably not gonna get deep writing. Um, but it was based on a book. <laughs> that's true. I hope the book yeah, has deeper there. writing than I yeah. would hope so too. It's actually a picture book. Uh, very, very <laughs> it's a kid's um, book. Yeah. I would, I, I'm wondering, I wonder how different, because I think like Jurassic Park, the book, I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong at this, but I'm pretty sure like they all die in the book. Like nobody survives at the end of mm. the Jurassic Park book. Um, Another so wonder, great movie with practical effects. Yes. When I saw that first one. I was a wee little kid at the drive in for some reason. My parents took me. To the drive-in to see Jurassic Park as a small child, and I was like scarred. <laughs> Dude, so what I just did to my kids earlier. Yeah, so that's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I you're think fine. I There's think timeless. The, like yeah. you can always watch them. Like they look whole in what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, I agree. I was kind of worried because I was like, I haven't seen this movie since probably I was a kid, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was worried, like, is this shark gonna look like really bad now? Like in 2023, <laughs> is this gonna be, look so fake? And it really doesn't. Um, but I, I, I do agree with Mike on the first half of the movie is just, it's a little slow and they're doing the classic horror movie thing where they're not showing you the shark Yeah, and not to totally derail the, the episode, but I started watching invasion invasion does the same thing. It's not showing anything, you know what I mean? So they're building the, the tension and I get it. And in a movie, it's a little less offensive than it is in invasion. But, um, yeah, there was like a point where it's like, okay, like maybe on the fourth attack, third attack, we could see the shark. That might be yeah. something we want to throw in there. You yeah. know, maybe just a, a fin something. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, my biggest gripe with the, the first half or so is like just how like cartoonishly silly they made like the mayor villain. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. what do you mean? There's. The shark's eating a bunch of people, and we're going to swim because it's the beach, and it's the 4th of July. And uh, everyone's still, like, wearing long sleeves. I'm like, bro, it's the 4th of July. Yeah, he was, like, in a sports. Yeah, he was, like, in a sports jacket or something, like, yeah, the chief, all, like, just yeah. walking down, like, this through the streets. And I was like, is yeah, they were, the they all were, yeah, well, it, it is New England. Um, That's what I was going to say. So I think that you're seeing there is that this movie was almost certainly not filmed around july 4th (laughs) in new england because it is probably cold because even on the boat in the later half of the movie they're all bundled up Mm -hmm. so um but but yeah the the, it's like just comically like yeah yeah. nobody in the right mind would just be like 
yeah, we'll just go up to some random dude on the beach and be like, get in the water. Yeah. Right. Set a good example. Yeah. Who was that guy? I think he's just a random dude. A random schmuck that yeah. fell for peer pressure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess I'll get in the beach. Jeez. And, I, and, uh, and that speaks to the simplicity because there were there were several times where the character that like was in a scene, I was like, did I miss something? Like like the boy who got ate um first right after that scene yeah. i was like wait was that his son yeah i thought that and same hair yeah i was like wait is that his wife is that was that his son i was like that is so i was like i was actually kind of like damn they went for it like just killed the main yeah. character's son that, but that they, then they didn't that. but, I, but yeah. then i was like wait everyone just one looks the same yeah. um two super racist yeah Can't believe you white said people that. all look the same um, <laughs> you people <laughs> <laughs> and they that happened like three times throughout the movie um yeah. just just like the one with the random dude on the beach like get in the water i was like it's just like some sort of like a famous person that's gonna like energize people to get in the water otherwise he's just like he's just the old dude a, a the 60 water, year yeah. old dude like with his <laughs> wife on vacation like damn mayor yeah. i do like their their walk into the water where they're all like <laughs> horrified looking as they're yeah. gonna get to the water now it's fine. funny but yeah the mayor i like i don't know I, I i feel like maybe he he is like comically evil but I, at the same time, could see like a, a small town New England mayor mm-hmm. being that way when yeah. that is the biggest weekend for the for the city, probably money wise. So I could definitely see it. But yeah, it is overplayed, I think. I mean, <laughs> speaking of like when they like bit... roll up on the ferry, yes. like in the and ca- like the Cadillac out on the sheriff. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, what is this boat like this? Like, he's just trying to get the ferry over to like the sandbar or whatever. And then this yeah. this Cadillac is just I'm like, wait a second. Is this like a legit ferry? Is he going to the mainland? I was so confused. And then it was just mayor and his goonies just the popped out. Like, comes out and he's like, yeah, it was a propeller. And it's yeah. like they're just like trying. Yeah. Small town, New England mob tactics on the, the sheriff. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, but I, I I I love once you hit that halfway point and you're with Quint, they're packing up the ship and they they set out on the Orca and from that on that's that's iconic Jaws right oh, there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they're they're bickering back and forth in the so beginning good. is awesome. Yeah. Or like <laughs> when Quint, they're in the like town hall meeting or whatever, and he's just like. <laughs> nails on the chalkboard yeah, to get yeah, everyone's yeah. attention I'm like no yeah he's uh, definitely i think he's the standout character here i also like and i can't remember names but um the scientist dude i think is dreyfus uh, well. richard, richard dreyfus, richard dreyfus yeah. yeah he was great so good um i could have used a little bit more depth maybe with the with the mm-hmm. chief of police like i get he's like the main character ends up being the hero of the movie but he's just kind of bland in my yeah. opinion and it's like what how did you become the chief of a small new england beach town if you hate getting in the like you hate being on an island like it makes yeah. no sense his you wife made him water. i think there was she like want to be there very small like two sentence backstory to this maybe Maybe I'm just looking into things uh, too much, but there's one point I don't even re- remember who he's talking to, but he's like, yeah, when you're a cop in New York and 
you know, you can't do anything to fix anything. And then, you know, you come to a, to a place like this small town, one man can make a difference. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that, yeah, but that still doesn't from. explain why you would roll up on an Island. Like there's plenty of small towns hey, you can go to. True. His yeah. backyard Chad, is the Chad, ocean. It's only an Island. If you're looking at it from the water, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, Okay, so that also happened in um, Midnight Mass. That was the exact same storyline. Like he was the sheriff that just showed up to that island to yep. police it. Um, so, I, and I feel like I've seen that in other places too. Almost like that is some sort of trope, like lawman coming from wherever big city to like the small town caricature. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Um. So we thought. You know, general thoughts aside there, uh, we thought we we could go through maybe the categories, something similar to uh, reviews that we did um, with past series, maybe like Rings of Power and Andor, or maybe even touch on some areas we did during the March Madness thing. Uh, so Nick wrote down a handful of categories here. We'll just go through them. We'll necessarily spend a whole lot of time on each one, but uh, maybe this will help us more accurately gauge our true like objective thoughts on the movie and then at the end we can get off the fence and decide whether we think this is overrated or misunderstood and i think to do that i gotta get a piece of paper and i'll we'll we'll rate each category this is remind me if i'm if i'm misremembering or not dead but this is kind of what we did with rings of power we each gave a score and kind of like averaged it out and then at the end we took that final score and that was our grade so yeah um nick what did you say that it had to be over out of five to be misunderstood was it four or higher i think that's what he said oh i remember this conversation um yeah so it was i felt um for it to be misunderstood well misunderstood which means it would be good i mean it would have to be like a seven and a half right well, we're only going out of five, so. Oh, we're only going out of five. Well, whatever the like, yeah, like four. That's yeah. We're on a five okay. scale. Sorry. Sounds good. Sounds good. So I'm jotting down the categories now. Yeah, because I was like, if it's a three, that's pretty middle of the road, and it might just be overrated. Like, it's so be, yeah. So I got some more clarity on the uh, Jaws in Japan. It was originally titled Jaws in Japan. And then it got some legal trouble for being named Jaws in Japan. So they switched it to Psycho Shark, which is such a cool name for it. It just makes me want to go see it. <laughs> go watch it right now. Psycho Shark. And also, Dad, you're wrong about Invasion. Huh. You, don't like, you don't like it? Dad, you're wrong. I do. I love it. I don't okay. think it's slow well, in the slightest. I, so, okay. Fight, 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 fight. fight. <laughs> no, <laughs> no fight. Stop. Yes, the same size. It's, it'll be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Chad's just younger. I think Dad has the the advantage now. So he has those few inches with the sprout. Yeah, that's true. The carrot. You don't want to make me angry. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Um, no, I was just going to say that I've been watching more of it because um, I wasn't like done, done with it. Like I just kind of frustrated with with where it was at the moment. It gets a lot better. Yeah, um, I'm, sure. Really yeah like, I'm sure. I really I think, like dude, it. I'm like, I, I, I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm enjoying the characters. But the, anyway. 
the only uh, the other thing I got to point out is Jin from Ghost of Tsushima. His character model is an actor in Invasion. He's one of the Japanese NASA guys. They're like, oh, interesting. Yeah, you, you, as soon as I saw him, I was like, "That's Jin. That's Jin. <laughs> it has to be." And I looked it up. And it is <laughs> nice. Uh, Nick, do you have any intents on watching this show? Because I just want to get no. One I, point do. Out about... I do. You I do. do. Yeah. Okay, no. Marvel. No, no, no. Marvel. Well, no invasion. It's uh, not secret invasion. Oh, not is... secret. No. Yeah, no. Oh, this invasion? is Apple TV about alien invasion from. Ah, oh, no, you're good. I okay. thought you were talking about secret All invasion. All right. Spoiler warning. For anyone who cares to watch Invasion who hasn't, just mute your, your speakers for a sec. Wait, okay. do I care? It's Yeah, it's already done. How far okay. in are you? He hasn't finished. Like four episodes, three episodes, it. four episodes. Eh, never mind. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, I'll no, wait. wait. Just to play it safe. Yeah, I thought you said it was already done. It should be, but I don't want to I don't want to ruin anything. Okay. Okay. So just let me know when you're done. And <laughs> never mind. Never mind. mind. Can un- unmute your speakers. Rewind. You can't hear me, but unmute your speakers. Unmute your speakers. All right. So now. I'm glad you're liking it, Chad, because I liked it too. I am. So it's a good I'm show. Enjoying it. Hot Season Chad. two is coming very wrong. soon, I believe. I saw that. I was wrong. I, I, I admit yeah. it. I what an it. idiot. But I like it. Well, it's just you said I it was around. slow. And I was like, oh. I don't know how he thinks this is slow. Like, as far as crap's the alien, popping off. The aliens. Yeah. Like seeing but you know that. It's yeah. the classic horror movie trope, man. We gotta right. wait like half the season to see what's going on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you see it relatively. You see something relatively. You, early on yeah, you do too with the soldiers. So, um, yeah. now you guys just gotta watch Foundation because that's another cool show. I actually started that and then switched to Invasion. Oh, okay, Jared Harris. I remember Jared his Harris. name. Not even didn't even have to think about it. Our boy. Yeah. Our boy. Uh, okay, so back to Jaws. Uh, so first category, we'll go cinematography. So, you know, we're talking shots, you know, artistic filming, uh, capturing the scenes. Um, what do you guys think? My opinion overall, I think uh, pretty standard stuff. They, I, I read an article. I sent it, I think, in our Discord DM, if I'm remembering correctly. Let nice. me just check. Yeah, it's in Discord. Um which was funny because I just this article just came out today. What a coincidence! Uh, but Steven Spielberg had an idea originally to um, for for a different approach on the intro. Instead of what we got, uh, he was he first tested a shot from like inside the shark's mouth and seeing oh. it like swim through and the attack. And he's like, "Yeah, we we like shot it, and it looked so cheesy and bad that I was yeah. like, I can't do this." Yeah. Um, <laughs> But outside of that, I would say it's pretty run of the mill. I mean, nothing too crazy. I know uh, that would be in a different category. Yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing stood out. Nothing seemed bad. I give it a out of five, three. Uh, what do you guys think? Um. So, yeah, I mean, so it's pretty standard camera work, obviously, equipment-wise, right? But I feel like they did do some (laughs) basic but, like, clever shots with just, like, basic probably tech that they had on set. Um, So, and I also think that plays a little bit into the overall, like, there's an overall style to this movie where, like, you think it's about to do something 
tone wise for the whole movie, but then he just walks it back. So like, for example, um, the, the shark fisherman, um, his nails on the chalkboard scene. Right. So he has, he has this kind of like monologue, right. Where he gets everyone's attention and they never really revisit that again in the movie. Like that was just like a one-time monologue character intro, which was cool. Um, but like walk the line for me, but it was Mm. something unique that it did. Right. And it didn't, like lay into it hard so camera work wise like there are though interesting things that they do at random but then just kind of are one-time thing so when he's sitting on the beach and you're like far out from the chief i think like people are walking by and every time like something like walks in front of the Uh, camera you are set you're you're in a frame until you get like right into his face so like there's little things like that that weren't like prevalent throughout the whole movie that were like noteworthy like oh that's a theme but just like one-off things that i thought were at least from a a directorial cinematography standpoint were kind of neat and like you know spice it up a little bit but not enough to like say like they troped anything which i thought was cool at the same time yeah so what would you give it out of five um for for the the clever use of you know just simple things that worked um in the element on top of just like the basic nature right of the movie i give it a four like it's pretty solid like it's clean i think that's like what i like most about it okay okay it's respectable uh let's go down to you dad let's go clockwise here so yeah i mean it wasn't anything like innovative about this i i there's some really cool shots that i i was digging on um low low angle shots and showing like the presence of the shark being massive and Mm -hmm. um just that lurking danger in the water i like uh particularly where they show above the orca and you see it like Yep. go under the water under the boat and uh, that's a cool shot for 1975 <laughs> like that's something people take advantage of with like drones and like make it look just yeah. kind of like not clean whereas like for whatever reason yeah. like those shots are like super super crisp and that, that's something that i was surprised when i watched wise yeah it's like the frame is just like right like what it's what it's capturing in that simple nothing fancy frame is just like feels good and I feel like just even like the visuals were crisp. Like it just looked clean. Like um, they didn't use like a lot of this post stuff that directors use nowadays. It just looked natural. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't overdo it. And I think at first I was kind of like, wow, this looks really dull. But the more I watched it, the more I could really appreciate how realistic it looked um, and clean. Um, and the shots were just, like you said, just so well framed. Um, mm-hmm. No, like there wasn't any dead space in the in the shot. It was just mm-hmm. it all it all worked. Um, and as like I was thinking about like what we were saying earlier, like even just like showing the shark, kind of le- like building up that um, suspense, that tension until when they started showing it more. I felt like that was pretty clever as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I know that kind of falls more into story, but like just as yeah. as far as filming it's a, it's and showing. A, yeah, it's a visual thing too. Yeah. That falls into this. And interestingly enough, the that article that I talked about a few minutes ago, um, he talked about that too, about not only did it like look cheesy and bad, but he wanted to save any reveal of the shark until mm-hmm. later to build the suspense and tension up. So that I obviously was an intentional choice, but um, things like that are important because he said if, if they did show the, the scene, the, the shot from inside the shark or say like the snout or nose of the shark, like pops out of the water as it's like thrashing the girl around in the very beginning of the movie. Right. It's no longer like a, I mean that's the main mystery. That's what they yeah. don't they, they don't hide the fact that it's a shark. They they hide the fact of how big this shark is. Yeah. Right. And and he went to say like not that it's like takes it's no longer a shark movie, but then it becomes like a typical monster movie where it's not just a sh- a shark, it's like a monster, right? Um and being able to hide it visually for as long as they did made the the size and like the grandeur of the actual reveal so much better leads into the you know the most quotable line from the, from the whole movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's so appropriate too because like that's that's the reveal kind of like they're yeah. building up to it's like it's freaking big yeah it's a big boy but they also <laughs> not unrealistically not unrealistically though because they even have that exchange of dialogue where they're like it's a 26 footer right and like mm. Like they both understood that, oh, like this is like might be a known thing. Like it's just big. Mm, it's right. a big shark that, that you wouldn't expect to see. So, and none of them had encountered that. Right. Cause they made a point to show um, in, in finally we get to see his hideout, right? The fisherman's hideout of all the shark things. I was observing, and maybe this is something I never paid attention to when I watched the movie before, but obviously knowing you know, plot twist, big ass shark. Um, <laughs> all the shark jaws in his house do not compare. So like right. already then when I was watching, I'm like, this dude has not caught like what he's about to, to encounter. So mm-hmm. that's why they showed all the sharks because like, they're giving you like a frame of reference. Like this is like, this dude catches sharks and what does he have on his wall? Nothing like these, like yeah. they don't even count. Well, even like that shark that they caught and they thought it was, yeah, the that was shark. A big shark though. It was it's a, a big, big shark. shark. Right. It was a big boy. A big yeah. shark. Right. The dude was measuring his mouth. And, yeah, it's not, it's not right. It's, <laughs> um, I will say one of my favorite scenes was the cage scene in the water. Um, that filming that. Oh man, that was really cool. Talk to talk about practical storytelling, like. Mm. At first, I was kind of like, "Man, he didn't. He just went and hid in the in the in the kelp down there." But at the same time, I'm right. like, "Then again, that's that's probably like best best move he could have made." Like, yeah, I, yeah, because you know, it was but, distracted. Yeah, but but they do kind of like mislead you. Like I, told, you know, because they they focus on dropping the harpoon, like drug infected harpoon and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> is he gonna grab that thing today? If they made that movie, he would have went and swam. Like he would have hid, went and got that harpoon, and then like tried to fight the shark or something like, right that's yeah, the writing sure. we got jason statham would have taken the, the yeah. pointy part off and put it in his brass knuckles yeah and just <laughs> punched him uh so what would you give it dad out of five 
Um, let's give it a a, a three point six five. <laughs> yeah, he did this during He's gonna get power. the calculator out now. All right, uh, Chad. Yeah, I probably I probably line up a little bit more with with Nick on this. I think the there's a lot of really good shots in this. I think the beginning, the opening, the night swim, like the underwater shot is really cool. And I'm sure it was kind of obscure for this time frame. I would imagine uh, 1975, probably not a very common thing getting those shots, but I, but I also think that leaving the shark out adds a lot to the cinematography too, as well, specifically on the pier, the pier that the two fishermen are on oh, yeah. where it's a, like, it's a pretty horrifying scene and you never see the shark. The only thing yeah. you see is like the, the pier that's attached to the shark coming back towards them. So little stuff like that. Yeah. I'd probably give it a four. Um, I, I also, we talked about it earlier. 4. I want to point 1 out 4.11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can go with that. Um, I want to point out the fairy scene. Cause I think that scene is like a one shot scene uh, from beginning to end as they're on the ferry, which I, I, I got to think it's kind of complicated because like one dude messes up one word. They have to roll the ferry back back and start back all over the car. Um, Are you talking about the car and everything? The car. Yeah. 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 From the point of them loading the car onto the ferry to the entire discussion as the ferry's going out, it's all one shot. There's no cuts. And he walks out in the hill pretty like, when does that start? Like, don't they show him like Uh, walking like they pan as he walks down? Yeah, it might have been earlier. Yeah. It might have been earlier. I just picked up on the ferry. I was like, yeah, there's no cuts here. Like, so this one dude walks into frame that's not supposed to be in frame. They're supposed to, they're going to have to restart all over. <laughs> um, so, yeah, th- just little stuff like that. It's a four for me. Nice, nice. So we <laughs> averaged out to a 3.66 for uh, cinematography <laughs> there. Uh, thanks for that. Good dad. job, Dad. Um, wow. So, next we have the setting. And uh, let's go in reverse order here. So we'll start with Chad again. Remix. Hit up. Yeah. Touch on so, the so the the setting is obviously fictional New England town. Um, I think it's based Amity. on an actual town. Uh, yeah, it's Amity, Amity Island. I think is the name of it. Amity, I think it's based. Uh, I think yeah, it bases itself on Amity just Bay. common Martha's common vineyard type. Areas, yeah, I think. New England, little islands off New England, kind of little tropey there, right? I mean, yeah, th- th- but I will say that I think for whatever reason, I don't know what it is exactly. It might just be like the, the movies I watched as a kid. I feel like this setting for a horror movie is just really good. So Jaws has this New England beach town thing going on, uh, Fisherman Town. So does Storm of the Century, Steven Spielberg, or not Steven Spielberg, Stephen King's thing. Uh, Storm of the Century, which is that? makes that a horrifying setting. If you have guys have not seen that, you should check it out. It's really was that good. perfect storm that they made the movie. There's that... a perfect storm. There is a perfect storm, which also but... might be a New England Fisher Town. Where the, they, they where the... Out of too. Do you ever produce that could Google this for us? No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, storm of the century has. Uh, this going on as well as a blizzard and we've talked on the show how much i feel like heavy snow adds to Balto. horror elements um hmm. so i really like uh, the setting here and the other one is the beast and i, I had to double check the name of that movie but it's basically jaws with a giant squid uh, it was like a made for tv <laughs> movie 
but classic New England fisherman town gets some sort of crazy animal near it and everybody freaks out. Um, I feel no, go ahead. Sorry. No, go for it. Go for it. No, I was just going to say, I was thinking about, um, kind of this, I'm just going to call it trope, but like this element, um, I feel like that's because new England, like they've been around long enough to where like those fishermen up there have those, those tales right oh for sure and they have that vibe about them like they would be spooked about you know literally possibly monsters in the water so i feel like that's where at least american cinema would like lean to because you don't really have people in miami like telling tales of like their fishing trips and the monsters they've encountered i'll let you know yeah let me know i have they need to have made made movies the only one they made scarface and that's about cubans coming off the boats not not like (laughs) giant sharks so so I I apologize. The beast is actually like a Pacific Northwest area, um, oh. but still same kind of vibe. And ironically, there's kaiju um, in that side of the that side of the country because it's yeah. Pacific. And ironically, the beast is written by the same one, uh, same author that wrote Jaws. Makes sense mm-hmm. because if you watch it, they're very very similar. Um, you know, a group of guys go out onto a boat to hunt down some sort of wicked animal that's been killing stuff around the town. So wicked. if you can find it, I'm sure it's ridiculously hard to find. <laughs> like I couldn't even find freaking Ninja Scroll the other day. Like I'm sure this movie, this made for TV movie from 1996 is impossible to find. But if you could find it, <laughs> it's worth the watch. But it's kind of crazy that you remembered that. Dude, it's on Amazon Prime, it says. Is it really? Wait, no, sorry. That's Beast. To rent? No, that's Beast. Yeah. Yeah, it's called the Beast, Beast, the Beast 1996. The Beast. Um, but back to the setting, I I personally really enjoy these little Fisher Town settings for these kind of stories, as we mm-hmm. can see. Um, and I think that they didn't maybe use it as much as they could in a horror element. I think probably the Beast does it a lot better, and I think Storm of the Century does it far better. But that being said, I still enjoy the setting, so I would give it. I'm going to give it a five. Oh, come on. Christmas setting. I gotta, uh, I gotta pad the numbers for when you guys <laughs> slaughter the setting. <laughs> Dead. What do you think? Um, I mean, yeah, you've got a a cool island setting, um, based around the time where everyone comes and parties. Fourth of July. It it paints this picture of a a, a small town, um, where they basically threat like. They live off the um, people coming to their island to swim and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really have much to say about it. I mean, uh, just give it a scorecard. Be like, no comment, zero out of five. <laughs> no comment, <laughs> five out of five. I'll give it a 3.2. <clears throat> 3.2? Yeah. Remind me never to have dad on these <laughs> types of episodes. <laughs> you have a bunch down there. Um, Nick. Yeah. Um, setting wise. So I think, you know, even though we, we, we kind of called uh, like the mayor kind of like cartoony villain kind of thing it was mm-hmm. believable and it was believable because of the setting they were in right yeah. and i think whoever said it earlier like that would be a motive of you know the small town oligarchy to be like 
I don't care what's happening. Like this is our money month, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So like even it's things like that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So like, even like things that you know we're gonna try to like draw this movie down about. Like other things make up for it. Like the setting it explains that away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's simple enough because you know the issue with this setting is like it's super bland. Like there ain't, there ain't nothing happening here. There's only, but in, in its simplicity yet again, why I like this movie is like, there's no complexity about the setting to like drive the story. It's just like, it's a hot weekend. It's the, you know, both temperature wise, but also like activity wise. And that's like the primary motive. Cause otherwise you'd be like, why are people going in the waters? If there's even a rumor, right. It's not very realistic. Um, but the, the, the premise is simple enough due to the setting that it's just people on vacation, um, and they're just going to hoard out there. And it was super kind of, it was, well, I, I enjoyed that scene where like they all went out into the water. They were naturally nervous at first. Like it was Mm -hmm. all super believable. Like you would be nervous at first, but guess what? You're on vacation. Like you're not going to like turn around unless you literally see the hurricane off the coast. Right, Mike? Like you're not just (laughs) going to can confirm. Yeah. So, so (laughs) them being in the water and then all of a sudden like enjoying it in that scene. Totally believable. I'm like, yeah, like I could probably passively say it's all right. Understandable. What's your score? Um, hold on. My, my computer says something really weird. Okay. Yeah, we saw it. <laughs> I'm back. All my screens went black for like. Yeah, you like. Yeah, your all your oh. lights went out. It was weird looking. But was audio there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Visually, I lost everything. I was like, whoa, because you guys all froze. Anyways, um, I will give it a four point four five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Literally the worst. Um, yeah, I'll so, round up uh, to four point five if you want. I don't know. I already wrote. We'll make down. it easy for him. It's already written. It's like it's like it math written. roulette. Like, what repeating number are we going to get next? We yeah. already got well, all the sixes lined up. Thanks, Dad. No, no, no. They've all been four digits so far. I'm just rounding to two. Um, yeah, I would uh, echo a lot of what you guys say. I'll give it a four. Um, I love. Honestly, the the blandness of it, like Nick was saying, because um, it just helps paint the picture of the the town itself. I mean, obviously, um, it's a small town, so not a lot drawing the people here. I mean, I'm sure the the fact that it's on an island probably plays a little part in it. But if there was some excitement in the town, I'm sure there'd probably be more some more people there living. Um, they do a great job of uh, kind of showing the influx of people during July 4th. Um, the, a lot of the shots early on in the movie, while they're going through town, it's empty. You don't see many cars. Uh, that When they're like walking through town, there's like a decent amount of people, but that's probably like every single person in the town <laughs> was like walking the town at that time. But like when they're on the beach, not not too bad. You start to see some more people show up when uh, the the bounty on the shark comes. But really, when the vacationers come in for the Fourth of July with the huge ferries just like pouring out, uh, I thought 
it, it really, I don't know, captured the essence of that small, like, beach town. And like we said, that setting really uh, plays up the the 4th of July industry that they're relying on, right? Which then lends to the reaction that the mayor has initially. Um, I, I really enjoyed, uh, <laughs> like, the water setting, which sounds silly because you're just, like, out in the ocean, but, like, um, the scene they had on the pier, like Chad referenced, was really great. Um, I liked the the dark the night scene with um yeah. hooper and the sheriff um what's his name brody bodie brody, brody. hooper yeah, brody. um going out to try to uh you know scout for the shark uh that was a really cool scene and just capturing the eeriness and just pitch blackness of being on the ocean at night mm-hmm. uh and then of course you know when they're out on the orca out you know at sea i don't know i mean they must not have been too far off the island because they end up swimming back but yeah they weren't you can actually see the island in <laughs> yeah, a couple shots yeah yeah oh i do want to and this might be a cinematography thing i'm sorry i need to interrupt you because did you guys see the the thing that streaks across the sky yes, behind the i was so yes out. okay wait, was... wait a second it's not a shooting star because the next scene it flies across the other way. Yeah. Confirmed Cloverfield. Oh. Start begins. <laughs> I was I was and about Jaws. to re I was literally about to rewind the movie. Yeah. Because same. I was like, is that like an imperfection in the film? Like what am I seeing there? And no, then I was, was like, I was ignore it. I was pretending it, like it's yeah. like it's made yeah. up in my brain. And then the next scene, then it then it happens, it happens again. I'm like, again. wait, what is what is this like surreal moment that they're showing us right now? Like, yeah, someone needs to Dude, Google it while we're talking. Yeah, Dad, you you get on that because I meant to do it earlier, but I was like, what? I don't remember That's, ever seeing that, and whatever that is, is flying. That is yeah, another moving. example of like they do a thing, and it never it never recomes it never comes back. They you know they they did some sort of stylistic choice in that moment in editing or something and then never fucking hear it again like yeah never, or they captured a, a ufo we don't know or they captured a ufo it's just what i'm twice for. but i'm twice. leaning more towards uh that actually was the the baby clover monster that you Come see trying to find where he was gonna land yeah no he yeah. just plops in the ocean there and then goes into hibernation until the events of cloverfield um <laughs> um Back but to, yeah, as soon as I saw that, I thought about texting in the chat what I just said, but then I was like, eh, I'm too lazy. So yeah. I'm glad you brought it up because then I completely forgot about it. <laughs> so I mean, it is a shooting star. But why? But how? I don't Dude, know. Dude, there's no way. That's, See, that's, just, that's what Google says. That's a UFO all day then because that's what they say. Oh, it was a shooting star. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the Vegas thing. The, the, the cops catch it on their camera. Oh, yeah, it's a shooting star. It just happens that we just got called for 10-foot beings in this house <laughs> and just miraculously caught a shooting star on my body cam. Now, I think Get we out. know what Chad's really doing on these 24-hour shifts. Like. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's really not getting any sleep. Um, yeah, so I, I think they nailed the setting as, as bland as it was, but I think it was intentional because... The, the movie's not really about Amity Bay or the town there. The movie's all about the shark and 
the shark is the central focus in almost everything. And I think that's great and intentional. Um, you had your hand up, Nick? Yeah. Setting setting bonus point, right? It's just maybe I'm trying to sway you a little bit. Another really good reason to have it where they're having it um, versus like Miami or like somewhere southern is waters are darker up there. Like if you were feeling this in Miami, you'd be able to see the shark like yeah. from any aerial <laughs> shot. Like the water's clear up there. Like it, you said it, it's murkier. It's darker. Um, it's It's got that real like crisp blue, deep blue to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Even when they're just on that dock, like you can't you can't see nothing down there. Yep. So, real reason why I hate the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why. But yeah, but you like yeah. clear oceans, right? Uh, you Where know, you see the sand all the way near the, the coast. You know, I'm good. But just okay. don't put me out on a boat. No, all right, you. so you're the chief. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. You totally uh, you totally vibe you with really it. You're like, I get it, bro. Yeah. Don't. It yeah, just dude, stay up what there. are you doing? T-shirt. You're not, you're not the Coast Guard. You're the sheriff. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> not the Coast Guard go out there, bro. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so uh, that puts us at a 4.16 for the setting. Uh, <laughs> thank you, guys. Um, and now we're on to the acting. I'll kick this one off. Um, you know, it's got the, the, the old school vibe, clearly, because this is n- nearly 50 years old, which is kind of crazy. Um, but I thought... Really? Yeah, 75 holy crap 2023 um dad you feel old yet yeah, i knew it was geez, coming you... i knew it was coming <laughs> <laughs> i feel old yes thank you um <laughs> I, I, honestly i thought the acting was was pretty good from from the three like central characters um brody a little little bland at times but quint really uh picked up the slack and uh hooper was really good richard dreyfus did Mm -hmm. a good job as hooper um any scenes really without those three which there aren't many but the few were were not really so great but um the movie really shines again i'll just keep saying it when they're on the orca and it's just those three uh bantering back and forth uh trying to not get eaten by a shark uh telling their scar stories. I thought that was pretty great interaction between the three of them. Um, When Quint gets all serious telling his like comically silly story about his warship sinking and everyone getting eaten by sharks. Yeah. Um, I mean, though I could, I could see that actually being like a thing, but it just kind of was maybe just a little too on the nose, but um, acting overall, for the time frame and the type of movie, uh, I'll give it a 3.75. <laughs> oh, now you're falling in line. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys suck. Um, Nick. Me. Oh, I thought you were going to go down dead next. Really spice it up. <clears throat> no. Um, talk about acting. <laughs> <laughs> Acting. Acting's interesting in this one. Um because I think I, I I have like a very meta problem with the concept of acting. I, I toil with this all the time and I've talked about it at points too, where like is that simply how people were back then? And it was like right. <laughs> like people like society has changed and like the way people carry themselves and 
talk and all that stuff. Um, so, you know, it's like, I think dad, we talked about this when it came to uh, the chosen or whatever, where it's like, you know, the way they act, is that just how they were then? Like, are these right. natural things that would occur? So in that sense, like it would make acting like maybe it's top notch because that's how people were. And <laughs> now what is the year that this movie not filmed? Right. But set, because I feel like we mm-hmm. almost got that a little bit with Quinn and his, cause he was in world war two. Um, yeah. And he's able to remember it. He doesn't look ancient, um, but he's also not young. I feel like he's like in his 50s, you know, 20 and 45, maybe 65. You know, it's like it's like 10 years back from the date film. I was kind of feeling like it was in the 60s, um, maybe 50s. So that's my struggle with like judging any acting um because maybe it's spot on to like how people behave back then but it would look a little weird to us it's the same yeah. idea of like you time travel it's like what the are you saying like you speak a completely different language <laughs> it's like no nah, man it's just english um just like all that stuff so acting i didn't i really didn't necessarily like the 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 chalkboard bit like, oh, I really yeah. didn't enjoy that. Like, that wasn't good, in my opinion. Like, that monologue was pretty okay-ish, and the lack of any sort of interaction beyond that with, like, the crowd, or, like, who was there, mm-hmm. it didn't really land with me. Um, so, a lot a lot of the acting was in, in the setting. Like, the acting of the setting was, feels very kind of, like, cheesy or unorganic. Even when like the mayor rolls up, like we talked about, and it's just like, "Hey, get out there and swim." It's like, what kind of interaction is that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he does yeah. that. Just um, straight gooning on the beach. <laughs> but like Mike's been saying, Orca, Orca, half of the movie where we're out on the water, it really makes up for a ton of that because those three are right in their pocket. Like they play their characters super well. Um, you know, the the reserved doesn't know how to tie a knot chief right naturally um the they do play and i kind of thought this a little like forward maybe for the time but like they play really well into like the old man's way of doing things and then the young yuppie college kid who's also you know bonus point is just loaded like dude just has like a decked (laughs) out boat for for shark hunting um and you know he could easily could easily wrote that as yeah, it's the universities or whatever funded. He's like, eh, this one's mine. You know, I'm just a baller. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? I'm just, I'm just rich. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, so me or, or the family? Yeah, yeah. That was. I thought that was such a loaded. You know, we'll talk about. Uh, I don't know if it, is writing on there. Did I write down writing? Yeah, we'll cover uh, that in story. Yeah, in story. But like, I thought that was just like a really extra amount of information. Whereas the chief, we have no backstory, but we know a ton about, you know, scientist boy who's loaded, the family's right. loaded. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was an interesting choice, but they really played that up versus like the World War II guy who like survived, like Mike was talking about, <laughs> literally sharks eating 700 people. It started <laughs> right. with 1,316 survived. I was like, what is happening? Like those yeah. two are just. But they delivered the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> complete opposites and then you have to be perfectly in the middle so 
that dynamic just worked so well versus then everyone else is just like sucks. Um, so all that to say, I got to give a score and I'm going to go with a whole number. What? No. <laughs> Breaking the um, system. Nope. Just going back to the old. Um, four okay okay not too far off dad all right so the acting was here we go two here we go i feel it (laughs) 1.95 you're close (laughs) um acting was a little exaggerated at points um but like nick said once or Mike said, I don't know who said what. Um, once they get on the boat, they kind of fall into place. And they were definitely the best of the actors in this movie. Um, the one part where the wife of the chief, they're going to the boat. And mm-hmm. <laughs> the cat or the, yeah, the Quint is singing the song or whatever. And they have their dialogue and she's leaving and she's just like all like kind of yeah, flustered. Or whatever. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, but like you said, like, I mean, I was just born then, so I don't know how people react or <laughs> acted back then. I don't know. Like we could jump in a time machine and go back and see that that was probably the way they were back then. Yeah. Um, and I did look it up and it was basically that same year, 1975, they were portraying the story. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't acting was just a bit cheesy for me in a lot of parts. Um, but I did like the three main characters. Like, I feel like Richard Dreyfus was a little over the top in some parts, <laughs> um, being goofy and silly and. In What's his weird, accent? Weird moments. Is it like know. Scottish? I don't know. I feel like he made reference to like maybe where he was from. Like, like did he say Boston or something? But also, I don't know. He was really obscure. I was really trying to place him. Like, either he's doing a really good local accent of something, or he's doing a okay, okay Scottish. Job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking about? Uh, the, the shark fisherman. Oh, Quint. Yeah, oh, yeah, Quint. Yeah. Quint. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Dreyfus was. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's a Hooper. The no, he was the college. Oh, yeah. Guy. Um. Yeah. I. I was wondering, like, what Quint's dialect was supposed to be too. It was. Is very stylized. We'll say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It had really heavy inflections at times, but then other times it was normal. So I was like, "Yeah, it's either like it's either a specific thing or it's it's a, an okay something." Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think, Dad? Come on, Dad. You can give it a whole number. I, a whole number I, and a half lets you go point fives. Oh man, <laughs> killing me. I mean, I'm about, cool with quarters, too. I was going to say, how about quarters? Like 35, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll 45. 3.25. 3. 
Okay. Okay. Respectable. Wow, that was way higher than I thought. Uh, I was going to go with a 2.97, but then you were pressuring me into whole numbers on half, and I didn't want to give it a 2.5. That was really um, hit a three and just call it night. I will say, like, never mind. I'll talk about it in the story. Go ahead, Chad. <laughs> All right. Good. That fizzled out All quick. Right. Um, so I, I have a big problem with acting in the 70s. Um, I, I just don't like it. I watch a lot of samurai movies, and that's when a lot of these are filmed. Now, it's even worse when they're in Japanese. Like, it's just a... I don't know. It's like a play. Like if you ever go to New York city and you go to Broadway, like that's how the acting is there. It's like but just over dramatic and over are you inside my head. Cause I literally was going to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I was just going to say. Well, like, okay. Yeah. So this is where I get hung up like Shakespeare. Like, is that some sort of stylized writing or did people like legit talk like that? You know what right. I mean? Well, for Shakespeare, I think that's how it is, but I, think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But is that how the seventies were? I know we had people that were around from them, <laughs> Dad. But <laughs> I was a baby. It was a wee wee lad. A wee I mean, lad. He still is a wee lad. I, I guess. So. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah. imagine. I can't imagine that people actually talk like that. To be honest with you, I can't. I imagine. can't. I can't imagine it either. But it, how do it, we know this be, for it certain? It could be true. Because why would it be directed that way? Are they gonna come up with a, like a totally different way of acting and talking? I think it's yeah. Well, do we do that now? Chad said it, it like a lot of these from act- like yeah. the stage plays and yeah, like, a lot of these actors probably like came from Broadway at some point in their lives. That's where they started. So I think that's just what it is. It's just over acting. So you think? So are they because you know if they come from that background, are they like? Pro- are we still projecting like Shakespearean like peak? like acting dramatization right so like or, or it's like today people do like they act like that like we, you know we have gerard butler doing musicals and all that stuff yeah yeah he's in so it's like obviously they're made in 20 you know recently that's not how we talk and act these days so it's the same thing happening then see this is where my brain just like yeah. gets lost in I what is exactly actually it. happening it's just the form of acting and the the form of I just don't like the form of acting in Broadway. That just is what it, yeah. it just doesn't jive with me. Some people love that crap, obviously. Um, it doesn't jive with me. That being said, go ahead. Whoever that was, Mike. You, Mike. Maybe <laughs> dead. Someone? Liked, I said. I said yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that being said, I don't find the acting as offensive in Jaws as I have in past seventies. <laughs> era movies Um, i do want to also point out that quint's story about the indianapolis sinking is true so that was actually a true story i'm not sure on the numbers i don't remember the numbers that he says in the movie he said like 316 lived and i feel like he started like in four so here are the numbers yeah here are the numbers well i don't know where we started 1800 people went into the water uh, when the boat sank out of the 1800, 19, 900 didn't drown in the water. And then only 316 survived. 150 of the uh, people that died were eaten by a swarm of sharks. Okay. So it started um, eating the dead, the dead sailors that uh, died and then eventually turned their attention to the thrashing legs. Yeah. They're like, so- oh, we're still hungry. Yeah. So the, okay. So the diff the the part that they don't 
tell you in the movie is that a good portion of them die by, you know, drowning or natural, un, you know, not shark causes. Um, right. Still a so, lot that died by shark, though. 150. True. That's a lot of. Yeah, that's a lot. But the way he told the story this was definitely made it seem like sharks. all but the 316 died by sharks. Classic fisherman tale, though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well over exaggerate. You know, Sorry, I said 1800. I meant 1200. Mm-hmm. There we go. 1200. Yeah, it was. Um, so that, that was pretty. They're they're basically keeping their facts straight on that one. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, the only thing they didn't get right is that he says the ship never sent out a distress signal because they were a, on a secret mission yep. or whatever. That's not true. Uh, it sent out three, three, and they weren't heard by anybody. But I guess no. for for the, for the acting. I mean, story. It's better for the story if if they didn't. True, yeah. but like at that point, it's like dog. Like we won the war. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> there's no secret mission anymore. Like yeah. no one's listening. Hey, they delivered the bomb. Yep. yep. Um. Uh. Okay. So back to the acting. Good. Good. good fine, Chad. Yeah. Back to the acting. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's not. There's not a whole lot. I, I love Quint. Um, I think Quint is great. I I agree with Nick where the the chalkboard scene. I just can't stand hearing nails on a chalkboard. That's just like I can't stand it. So as soon as he was doing that, just the thought of my hand running down a chalkboard was really thrown off the vibe. Of the yeah, throw up right here. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but that being said, yeah, their interaction during that Indianapolis uh, USS Indianapolis is awesome. That whole interaction in the boat there. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really the second half where I think the acting kind of takes a better turn out of the 1970s. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I will give it a three point one five. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Hey, we still got a lot of fives. So I mean, like ending digit in a five. So I'm okay with this. Um, I remember that for next time. Same. Two. So we we got a 3.54 overall for acting. Ouch. All right. Lowest so far of the the categories we've gone through. Uh, Up next, story. Yeah, it's probably the weakest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, story, we'll we'll go back again, reverse order. Chad, we'll start with you. What do you think of the story? So, I mean, it's a so this is like a pretty classic monster movie, basically. Like, I don't know that the the story is really anything to write home about. I think it's more about the the journey through the story than the, the story itself. Like I said, I would have liked maybe. And granted, this is off a book, so I'm sure there's far more context in the book. Right. Um, but I would have liked a little bit more background on like some of the characters, especially the main chief, like we got nothing like we know he's like a New York cop or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, that, that being said, there are comically evil parts of this that, that I, that I found um, just odd in the first half of the movie. And it's really around the mayor. And there's always that, like Anytime there's a story revolving around a police chief, he always has like a really stupid partner, like just a bland, dumb partner. He's in this movie too. everyone you watch. If there's a chief of police, even stranger things, I think he has like a dumb partner. 
Idiots. Um, Deputies suck for whatever reason. There needs to. Why is there? Yeah. Is there any example of like a badass deputy shitty sheriff? No. I don't think so. No. I I was thinking of uh, uh, what was that movie we watched last year for October? Bone Tomahawk. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well. I mean, he I mean, was kind of dopey. He was was dopey. They're always. But... That's what I mean. They always have like a, a defect to them. Like they're dopey. They're just idiots. I mean, or like, it's got to be reason they're not sheriff. I guess. But do they have to be stupid? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, like, that's the reason. <laughs> where are the deputies? Like we want right representation. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> we're not all idiots. <laughs> so with it being the first, now I haven't seen like. There's three of these movies, right? Or is there more? There's oh, three, Dude, but then Tubi, there... there was like a hundred. Yeah, because <laughs> there's three numbered ones, but then there's like at least two that have like a, a, a word name, like Jaws, not a number, but yeah. some sort of tagline. In Japan. Yeah, <laughs> Jaws in Japan. <laughs> Jaws in so, space. I haven't seen the other ones. I don't know that the story is no. is super deep here. The the elements I do like of the story, I like bringing in the scientist. I think that was a really cool thing. It could have easily just been a police chief and a fisherman going out to do it. I think bringing in the mm-hmm. scientist from the mainland uh, to kind of lead the way and tell all these people that they're being idiots was was great. Um, but the the so the the comically evil thing that points out to me for for the mayor is the billboard thing where he's like trying they're trying to explain to him like we got to close the beaches the shark is huge yada 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 and he's like i want whoever wrote the shark fin on this billboard to be arrested immediately and then i love the the scientist dudes uh like laugh after he walks away it's just so (laughs) funny I, i cracked up at that scene but it's it's more there's not a whole lot of depth to the story here i don't think you know what yeah, i mean no. it's pretty it's a pretty basic monster fair movie for the first century do they get more d- depth i don't know can you have depth in a shark movie probably not the sh- probably the shark's not. backstory and just yeah. as used as a deep as baby. the waters go i guess yeah um, but that being said the the second <laughs> half of the movie everything on the boat um i i found uh really well done as far as the story yeah. goes like the barrels and everything that was going on i thought oh, was so good was really barrels really, was really like good rad. so good yeah i got so more cool. i was more excited about the barrels getting like pulled off the boat and them tagging them than like the <laughs> shark coming out of the water i was like the yeah. barrel thing is just too cool yeah um and uh, i want to do that like that makes me want to go i don't know like sharks. <laughs> right <laughs> right tuning barrels into sharks yeah and he's just, <laughs> just like oh three ain't no way like it was like two nah and then it's like three yep. they like the dialogue was there there's no way like that thing's going under and it's just like <laughs> so the, they're like have I you do... ever seen anything like that nope oh. yeah good need i do everything so i might be mixing <laughs> i might be mixing up maybe another jaws movie or the Jaws ride, because I know this happens on the Jaws ride, but I could have swore that after they blew this shark up, there was like the classic horror movie one last scare thing where it like comes up all burnt or like that was that was the ride. 
I know that's a ride. I know it's a ride for sure. I remember um, that. That's crazy. I, yeah, I must have that Mandela affected myself on that one. <laughs> um, no, because I was like waiting. I was like waiting for it, and then it just it just ends. Maybe um, in the redact the scene. joke that generated in my mind. Right. <laughs> that after the episode. yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, so I'll give the story like a three point two three. Now I want to ask, um, like. In this category, we can also critique how the story was executed. Mm-hmm. And that comes into play, like, I guess, the use of the cinematography or yeah, the I setting mean, or the acting or the special effects or anything like that. Does that change? No, Nick is vetoing me. Straight story. Okay, On just, paper. just okay. Yeah, I think just we have story. to because we already really did Screen cinematography. Play. So what did you it say? 3.23? Yeah, and it is a uh, execution wise. Like I, I, I would need more. I would need to like read the book, and then I would be able to comment on how the movie executed the story. You know what I mean? Because maybe yeah. the book is significantly better. I have no idea. So, because right. like obviously they they picked and chose in the screenplay like that they adapted for the movie what right. they wanted to tell and like yeah. change things and all that stuff. So to me, it's got to be like the written screenplay. Obviously you can maybe like cheat a little bit and be like, you know, the subtext in the screenplay where it's like camera pans dramatically to the right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. a little bit of that, but like other than that, it's like, I, I feel like this would be story as, as it was written for TV or sorry for adult movie. <laughs> for TV, I'm sorry. I for mean, TV, I'm sorry. I realized Tell for me. TV sounded like a for TV, and I was like, that is not this. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Dad. Um, I mean, not a whole lot of story going on. I mean, they kind of gave some backstory with uh, Quint, but not too much going on. Like, what Chad was saying, just your basic monster movie. I mean, they didn't dive into the characters too much with their stories. I mean, the chief had a family. Um, cool. Yeah, it's about it. Of, yeah. A lot of people have <laughs> families. About his kid almost died, but he didn't. Um, I'm going to give it a two point. Nine eight. All right, Nicholas. Also, right. Chad. By the way, whenever you like put your arms back like this and do your stretchy thing or whatever, it makes it look like you literally have no arms. It does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a square. You're just it's a really square. square. Wow, that is the freakiest looking thing. No. <laughs> Nick, go ahead. My turn. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have the glasses half empty on the bottom row here. So I'm going to yeah. go glasses half full because um, the lack of all that extra that we're used to is a huge benefit to this movie pulling, pulling off what it what it does. Because um, if they added so like the beginning scene, you have the, the college kids on the beach, right? That's the end of it. If they would have had, if they would have extended 
that element of the story, like reintroduce those characters again for whatever reason because of the tragedy they experienced at the in the first scene, mm-hmm. would have detracted from it. Um, also, like just adding too much to it, it, I feel like just hurts it. Like, and I think they knew that, right? We can only do so much, and it's the same thing with like kind of the setting. Like, you can't overdo the setting in this situation because then it starts to quickly not make sense. If it was Miami, everyone would be like, oh, yeah, well, let's go swim in the pool for like a couple of days. Like, fuck the shark. Um, so <laughs> so outside of the fact that they did not, they let me down when when the share when the, the sheriff's um, kid did not die like twice. Like first, the like, wait, is that his no. wife, his kid? Like they just got eaten on the beach. I was like, oh, never mind. Sorry, just some random other kid and wife that looked just like his right (laughs) um and then in the they called it a lake but i really feel like that's a lagoon i don't know why they yeah they call it a pond they call it it yeah yeah it's just a little bay off the beach that's a little common maybe i would be like dude ain't no way any pond i think i would call a pond a shark can swim into yeah I'm right sorry like if a shark can enter it it's not a pond like, he is from new york definition i'm he from ohio i don't know if that makes a difference but that is not a pond man yeah. sharks cannot swim in ponds not happening um that detracted because at first i was like dang this movie's going for the jugular like killing the sun mm-hmm. like really early on like second death um they didn't do that and then no casualties of the main character's family, even in like the mid part of the movie where you reach like this ultimate climax. So the main character was never like really charged beyond his like urge to be not. That was the interesting thing about his character is his whole drive was to not be the, the sheriff that was like wrong because like he's the, the most devastation he receives is when the wife rolls up of the, of the first boy that yeah. died. And she was just like, you knew you dick. And that was like the <laughs> most, that was the most tragic moment of his character. So yeah, to me, that was a little detracting um, that they teased like two times his children would die, but then they just toss in like, Hey, yet again, it wasn't your children that died. It was this lady's. Um, mm-hmm. That's the worst you're going to feel about it. So, could have done better. Yeah. Um, yeah. They didn't go for the jugular, unfortunately. Um, for me, it would have got a five if they went all the way for it. Yeah. But um, I will land it at a 4.75. Okay. Whoa. That's respectable. That's respectable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll I'll agree with you, Nick. I think uh the lack of, of character development. <laughs> After what I just said, yes, he will agree with me. I mean, bonus round of going counterclockwise. You you kind of convinced me a little bit too on that. Yeah, no, but I, the lack of depth to the characters is in my mind an intentional thing. And at like, like Nick was saying, adds to the story because they're not the focus of the story. This, the entire focus of the story is the shark. Um, I think. I do say, like, man, if if his kid would have gotten it, like that sec, the third attack or whatever, that would have definitely added a huge layer. But I think maybe you downplayed the 
the guilt he may have felt when the first child because like okay so he knows that this girl got eaten by a shark right and then he tells um the mayor or whatever and they don't listen and like then another person gets eaten by a shark and yes you're on an island in the ocean so you know I'm sure more than one shark lives in the ocean, so it could have just been a coincidence. But the mere fact that that just happened like a week or days ago, and then another one happens, and you knew about it and still let people in the water, um, that would weigh heavy, I think, on anyone. Um, And it is funny because we're talking about a sheriff here, so like... What what's he gonna do? Like arrest the shark? Like his jurisdiction isn't necessarily sea I mean. yeah. creatures, but like, I mean, he's still like a public servant, right? And like sheriffs, police, firemen, you name it. Like they have a drive to protect the public, and even though he's not like a coast guard uh, person or whatever, he can't just go and arrest sharks, like. Being a, a public, you know, facing authority like that, that a lot of people lean on and expect, like, guidance and protection from. I could see that, like, weighing on him to, like, have to do something. Pull up the shark. It doesn't change the fact that it is kind of a little goofy that the sheriff is, like, charged with figuring out the shark problem. Right. And, and you know, I was I was like, no, totally fair, but I will defend that a little bit because at the same time, like we have this over the top cartoon mayor that like clearly <laughs> anyone could observe that care. it's not the sheriff's <laughs> fault that yeah. the shark problem exists right. still. Like, yeah. come on. Right. Like you like she knows that because it, 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 yeah, it's been a little different if he like if he at first obviously knew about the shark attack, but also was like yeah, it's just a freak thing. Like Fourth of July is coming up. We're, we're going to keep it under the rug. His story. Like right? I would have instantly been like, "Dude, you're you're blaming me." Yeah, yeah. it was a shark attack. Then the coroner changed his mind. <laughs> right, but it would be different if he like just didn't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah. Right, he just like yeah. slipped it under the rug. Whatever. The Fourth of July comes, not a big deal. Like, and then it happens. Then I could see like the guilt being even more. But yeah. um, I think their use of um, visual storytelling is really good, especially revolving around the shark. Like Chad used the example of the pier early on, which was awesome and terrifying and super tense when they, they just like chuck a roast on a huge hook and tie it to a pier and throw it out. And then Jaws just rips it off and the guy falls in and, then Jaws turns around and you see it by the, the pier turning around and swimming after him. And he is still able to climb back up on the pier, super tense and, and terrifying. Uh, <clears throat> the use of uh, the barrels, like Nick was saying was great to just like show how big this animal is. And then like, I, I love their use of the boat too. Like, Quint strapped into his like chair and he's got his pole like vested on and like uh it that can't be what drags the boat right it's the 
the harpoons and barrels that's dragging the boat and not the his barrels. pole. The barrels yeah. were dragging the boat because they're tethered to the yeah because yeah, they tie um, them to the yep. I just I loved like his fishing chair though. It's hilarious. Oh, it's it's the line just oh, going so out good. and, and the like, way he uh, gets into it and slowly <laughs> does everything yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Um, it is also really cool too that they go out in that boat and not the scientists like high tech boat. Like you yeah. would think that would be the obvious choice. But to that go one's out. not geared for killing and capturing. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And but it's geared to track it. <laughs> yeah. Which it should have been like what the entire exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um but yeah, I think it's a cool like parallel between the intro of the movie with the the girl like getting thrashed about in the water and then at the end you have the boat like just being thrashed about the water being drugged by this massive shark. Um can I interrupt you? Yeah, go ahead. Um if you were to translate this into like modern day how they would adapt this they would have gone out in both boats the scientist boats would have sank and the old rickety like old man boat would have like survived would have survived yeah. yeah so like yep. that that would be the would have been the translation there would have been like a couple more characters and they would have rocked two boats but one yeah. would have totally got like decimated um and the other one magically survives that's the modern take on this yeah absolutely yeah, yeah you're absolutely right <laughs> um yeah all that to say uh I think the lack of depth in everything else outside of the shark itself uh, helped play into just how like intense the shark was, right? Um, so with that being said, I'm going to give it... <sighs> give it a... <laughs> four... Okay. 0.83. I'm just going to join. The I was going to get a three. Look at that. You drew yourself yeah. a three. Wow. Look at you. Wait, is uh, that higher than mine? Yeah, I had to go higher than you, but I didn't want to get a perfect score. 4.67 would have been my perfect answer, but I bitched out. <laughs> um, so that puts us at a 3.95 for story. Uh, up next, good. we have the special effects, and I'll start this one out. Um, amazing. I give this a five. Uh, I'm a sucker for practical effects. Um, I love the shark. The shark's great. I love, um, how they tossled the boat around. I thought that was amazing. Loved the sinking of the boat. I loved the shark, like on the boat, like yeah. lifting it up and Quint sliding down to it. Uh, everything about that was great. Even the like goofy looking drowned like dude <laughs> that, that pops bad. out of the hole. It, but maybe it, that's what drowned people look like. I've never seen a drowned yeah, person. Maybe a waterlogged dude yeah. would kind of look like that. Um, <laughs> that might have been yeah. accurate. Yeah, uh, I give it a five. I love it. Um, special effects, great. Held up. I mean, I'm it's almost 50. It. It's almost 50 years old. And the shark looks amazing. See? Like, yeah. So, dad, you got hope, dude. I was gonna say fifty years later. I look, I look okay. You look good, man. Uh, less got some wrinkles, but I'm, I'm, all right. I'm losing some hair. I got some gray hair. You know, whatever. Can't win. I can't win them all. Try squinting. I have wrinkles. <laughs> Nick, special effects. Yeah. So, um, special effects. This is crazy because, like, the first half of the movie, that's where I was like, I can kind of try to swing like. A little shit fest here where I'm like, yeah, you know, like girl dying in the beginning, 
whatever, nothing, you know, social effects were super lax in the, in the beginning, mm-hmm. first half, even the first two thirds, but that third act, like mm-hmm. it was crazy. It's almost like they underwhelm you. Like if you were to watch this like present day, like you've never seen it, like maybe your son's like, maybe they underwhelm you. Right. Cause they're like, Oh yeah, they're not going to pull off anything sweet in this. Cause it's so freaking old. But then it's like that last third, it's like, yeah, I mean, in terms of like the human perspective, that's about as good as the shark's going to get. Because like if you were on that boat and the shark was attacking, like also, mind you, sharks, they're really just like they're just like fish. Like they don't have a lot of muscle <laughs> movement. They don't have a lot of caricature to them. So the best you're going to do is exactly what they did. Like they are just giant hunks of like scaly meat. Not even scaly, like just just solid like death flesh, like that is what they are. Uh, <laughs> death, flesh. And death flesh. So, 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 as far as I know, and as far as I can imagine, like that's what a shark looks like coming out. If it were to come out of the water and like assault your boat, boom, you got it. Um, so, I mean, yeah, those special effects are ridiculous because. The problem, if you were to film this today, they would do a, something a little bit extra with the CGI, and they were like, "Bro, that ain't a shark. That's like it would, it would be all CGI." It'd there's probably the an, it's the shark species from like Lilo and Stitch. Like, it's like a caricature of something evil. Um, yeah. That would be the problem if they remade this today. Like, um, what's the can, what's the shark from Finding Nemo's name? Like Bruce or something? Yeah, Bruce. Yeah exactly well yeah before you got bruce like coming out like winking at you like i'm gonna eat you bitch (laughs) it just gets weird um so just they you know that's all it needs to be and somehow they they really they did that well i would appreciate if they did like a behind the scenes like filming of the whole orca everything orca would be Mm, i would love to see uh the making of the documentary of like the orca because I completely forgot about like the overhead shots. Like they got mm-hmm. those in. They got on the deck. Like Dad said, the low angle shots of things happening. Like really their cool. feet while they're walking along the sideboards, like yep. going up to the front of the boat, slip in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I will just... say too, like um, similarly in the beginning, like how they achieved the girl thrashing around. She was just, again, this is in that article I sent you guys. She was just <laughs> hooked up to a harness and there was five people on the right, five people on the left and like perfectly timed choreographed, like, all right, you guys pull really hard when the flag of the line hits this point, you guys on the left pull really hard. And it was just basically 10 people drowning a girl in a harness. It's a great time. <laughs> the screams are real. Basically, just that people trying to grow. Basically, five like, out of five. Would recommend. That's what I watch after work every day. Like, <laughs> right on. Um, I have to score it now. Yeah, that's how this works. Help. Um, category special effects. Jaws, nineteen seventy-five spouting random facts just as old as dad just as old as dad <laughs> acting was awesome um yeah and this is it ages so well 
like there were there's a few moments when like it first like comes out of the water like eh. but then again i question myself because i'm like that's the best i'm gonna remember from like a shark jumping out of the water if i was there <laughs> um so yeah I'll, I'll give it um a real a real good four point six eight yeah. <laughs> dad oh man i I wasn't sure you how it was with the fucking look. carrot on your head, bro. <laughs> I just can't do I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> You're done. You're just done. Just, just leave um, his headphones there, I, I put it I'm done. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, is it attached to your head or your that was headphones? my exact question? Um, so you can't hear us. So let's just talk about how old he is. No, I can't <laughs> hear you. Oh. <laughs> You're super loud. <laughs> Because he's, um, you know, losing his hearing. I'm 50. I'm 50, so it's got to be turned all the way up. Like, it is seriously turned. Oh, it's a little over half. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I, I totally sure. derailed you. I apologize. I like how you leaned over it's to your okay. 1975, like, audio system to, like, check the volume. <laughs> it's a whole thing on my wall. Yeah. Next time I turn my desk, you'll see it. It's amazing. It's the best system. <laughs> I, I promise you. You're not selling it very well right now, but go ahead, buddy. No, I don't need to. You feel- I'm not trying to sell it. It's mine. What's okay. the category, <laughs> Mike? Special effects. Special effects. So, like my 1975 sound system, um, it holds up. I feel like it holds up. Go ahead. Sorry. Full circle. When when we were talking about watching it at first, I was like, hmm, I'm not sure how I'm gonna feel about this old movie with the CGI and the special effects. Or not CGI, special effects, practical effects. Um but I was pleasantly surprised with what they did with what they had. Um like at first time I saw the shark. I was, eh, but it it grew on me. Um, I liked like the shot they did overhead where you see him swimming. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I it blow me away, but I wasn't disappointed either. Like it was, it looked good. Um, and I wasn't like, oh man, why am I watching this? Like, I didn't feel like this is garbage. Um, so with that said, which sounds like a very mediocre score, I'm going to give it a 4.69. Holy moly. Yeah, it's like Pretty I got, mediocre. I score higher than Nick at least darn once. Darn near perfect. <sighs> um... Dang it. You reminded me of something I was going to bring up, Dad. Garbage. Then, then it's garbage. Garbage. And you went like this. Garbage. Oh, man. How'd you guys feel about cutting open the, the tiger shark there to reveal its stomach? I contents? thought it was hilarious, bro. No. The, whole the whole fish kind of threw is... me off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Do you like, see uh... how aggressively Hooper was throwing the stuff at the shark? Yeah. Yeah. 
Look at this bitch. <laughs> like just a little bit more effort, he would have hit him with them. Like yeah, yeah. Right him. yeah. Let alone the milky substance. Like, oh, yeah, what was, was that? Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I was wanting. Like I've never... stomach juices. Yeah, stomach juices. juices. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Though that was that wasn't that was. I can't. I don't want to say it's funny. It's like he it hit funny. his nutsack or something on accident while he was cutting through his stomach. There, it was humorous because <laughs> he was trying to prove a point. Well, no, I thought it was funny how, like, there's a little bit there where they're like, we're not cutting this shark open and having the little boy, like, fall out of the Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, damn. Like, these, like, this dude's morbid. Like, yeah. all yeah. around. Like, this dude sucks. Like, yeah, that's what brings the comic comical yeah. evil out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, some of those lines are just like, jeez, bro. It's the billboard and the... Yeah, we're not cutting them open now. I don't want the little kids spill out of them <laughs> in front of everybody. <laughs> so terrible. And, oh, and I guess like a sidebar, like the mini, the mini plot of like, is this good publicity or is this bad? Like, how are they playing this? Like, it, it swings every scene. I feel like you could have you could have easily milked the shit out of this, right? And and got way more money this summer. Than you would have any other summer. Been like, yeah, we have a giant man-eating shark. Come hang out and see if you can spot him. Like that's gonna, th- people are gonna come from all over the country to see that, right? Yeah, not just up the coast of New England. Uh, We're reporting the largest shark ever witnessed ever. Yeah, kill come three on people. By. Yeah, yeah. Just don't go too far into the water. You're good. Yeah. And oh, right. I was gonna say this earlier. So the sense that like. Like when they were doing the beach scene and everyone was going to the water, they did the the shot where there's all the boats like out in the distance, like guarding mm-hmm. the bay. People f- would feel reassured by that. Like people would go into the water. It's like, yeah, sharks not like rolling in here. Like there's a bunch of like rednecks with harpoon guns out there. Like <laughs> we're good. And I, that was convincing to me. Like that scene, they made it feel safe. But of course, like a shark can like just roll in like in the deep and then Adele yeah. someone like straight off the beach. So I also have to ask, like, how does people going into the water generate any money for the town whatsoever? <laughs> like, why is this not a question? Themselves. They're what? They're enjoying themselves. Yeah, but they're not paying to go to the beach. They're not paying to go to the beach. You swim, burn some calories. You're like, man, I I could really grab soft. I'm hungry now. Maybe they go to the. Maybe they go to the local stores. Maybe it's just a surfboard. I need to rent. Yeah, ride all those waves that were. Yeah, maybe they should have gave a little more context. (laughs) He should have said, "You don't know how you don't know how much the beach stores take in this year, this time Mm -hmm. of the year. Got to get people in the water." Great. I don't know why for I didn't think of that, man. They, they love I don't know why I didn't think of that while I was watching it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. How does the dude getting into the water generate any money for the town whatsoever? <laughs> the, uh... Fuck it, water. I also guy. thought Who it was... Who is that guy? Is he very... important? I need to know. There's yeah. some random dude. Um, fuck it, water. I was trying to look at the... I was trying to look at the um, fairy scene to see if he was, like, one of the, the goons... Right. On the ferry with him, or who is this oh, dude? Yeah, that would be great because then he's like, "What the heck, dude? You were on the ferry with me. Yeah, we talked you were. About you, were this. you had my back, my... and now you're not even gonna go in the water. You're my goon. Get in the water. Yeah. Um, I will say the uh, the other part that I found like very comical was like 
all the bounty hunters like taking <laughs> off at the same time, literally side by side, throwing Bro like fest. firecracker dynamite yeah. at each other. Yeah. It's like, what is this Mario Kart? Like <laughs> boat edition? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Again, yeah, Chad, special effects. Directoral, like, yeah, choices in the directing of this movie right we never see those people again we never right that never comes back there's strength in that i feel like like it's just some portion of this movie is meant to just be like fun but horribly mm. morbid and i don't know where <laughs> yeah. they, they, they toy with me in that aspect like is this a cheesy horror film or is this like a legit awesome piece of cinematography i don't know yeah can I we will say this episode? <laughs> we really need Chad's uh, special effect grade, though. Yeah, so. score. Go ahead. Score. Yeah. So, before... go ahead, Chad. You said before, Dad. Before what? Dad I know, before. No, no. But we're gonna go with you. Dad already went. Dad already went, dude. He said, we're "Chad, going with, we're going with you, Chad." Chad. Okay. You guys yeah. need different sounding names. <laughs> okay. So. So I'm a I'm a complete sucker like Mike for practical effects. Um, mm-hmm. I think especially in older movies like this, it just makes them stand the test of time way better. Uh, if you look at like the original Alien that has a practical alien in it, there are still some times where it looks cheesy. There's one scene where it looks really cheesy, but if you look at like Alien Three, which has a 1990s CGI alien in it, like it's atrocious, bro. It's ho- maybe back then it was awesome. Now, going back to watch that movie, it sticks out like a sore thumb and literally ruins the movie hmm. uh, through and through. That's not the case here. There are there are several scenes in the movie, specifically the shark cage, where he's like thrashing over top of him. Like, dude, that looks like a real fucking shark. One of my like, favorite scenes. I don't know yeah. how they did that. Like, I have no idea how they did it. Like, for as all I know, I've never been in that situation, but I'm pretty sure that's how my memory would capture it. Like, no human yeah. has a better understanding of whatever the fuck that looks like. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So, um, a- again, I think it holds up really well. Scared the shit out of the boys. They were scared of it. So that that's another test that it doesn't look super fake. Right. Um, I, d- I don't even know if there's a scene in the movie at all where I was like, eh, don't really like the look of the shark there. I think I liked it everywhere. Where were you guys talking that you said, like, the first time you see it? What scene is that? It. Well, for it, me, uh, the the girl getting killed. Like, I think the lack of just, like, anything there. Like, you never see the shark, period. So I feel like just, like, the girl getting thrashed in the water above the water, and I never see the shark, I'm not buying it, right? Because it would just, like, yank it down and, like, eat her. So, like, that was just a little extra. But purpose of the film was to build some suspense there. Yeah, absolutely. That's what this... Yeah, that's what the movie does. I mean, I I literally think that the shark in this movie has, like, a four minute runtime on screen maybe like literally oh, yeah that's all you yeah, yeah maybe maybe even less that is 60 um, seconds tops no so uh that being said i think it holds up really well i don't know how any of the sequels handle the special effects i'd be interested to see if they get into the later ones if they started using a cgi Next shark i episode. i hope not but if you ever look up so you can look up the cgi alien from alien 3 it is horrendous absolutely horrendous and it's interspliced with practical alien as well so you have like this really terrible looking cgi alien and then you got the really good looking practical one for the close-up shots 
So I'm I'm happy that doesn't happen here at all. I think the shark looks great. This is a 4.93 for me. Holy balls. That's high as hell. <laughs> I mean, I did give it a five. He did, he did. give it a five, yeah. That's he valid. Did. But nine three is like so. specifically higher than that somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like you're really just a, a three point seven, but you just rounded, you know, what I mean? or a four point seven, you just rounded. You talking to me? No, D- Mike. Oh my god! I was gonna say I don't even remember what I just said. Was it That's four? Like, what I don't even remember the score. I just can't give it. Nine, nine like a nine seven. seven. I hope we're Mike. You said 4.93. Yes. That's it. So this gets a whopping 4.83 total grade for the special effects. Um, This shit's rigged. (laughs) uh, Yes, it is. Uh, Impact. So uh, now we're going to talk about how this movie impacted uh, like the industry. Um, You could even say culture as a whole like i was i was trying to google up to see like what impact jaws had and one of the things was like sparked ocean conservation stuff and um yeah so what what effect did jaws have kind of in the in the film industry and the the creature horror type movies um things of that nature and again we'll start with you chan I mean, I think it's it had a pretty big impact, I'd imagine, um, because there's been quite a few attempting to copy uh, the the sea monster, including the beast that I was talking about earlier, even though it's not really copying it because it's written by the same author. But um, so I think it did a lot for those movies moving forward. What year did trying to think like what monster movies came out before this? Like, is this the first one that really took off? No, because Alien came out before this, right? And that's technically... Yeah, it's not the first shark movie. um, Because I was just wondering, specifically shark stuff. I didn't do, uh, like, monster movies. But um, definitely set the trend for shark movies in particular. Uh, In terms of, like, monster stuff, I mean, like, way back in the day, you had the, like universal like wolfman creature from yeah. the Black lagoon stuff um but i'm not sure in between those. yeah and, i, I just looked that up so it came out four years after um so uh, yeah i think this probably set all those movies coming out on, on their path i'd imagine and the the box office for this movie i think was insane as well like nine million dollar budget and like 400 something in the box High office 400s maybe? for sure yeah um so yeah i mean i think it has a pretty big pretty big place in monster movies in general if it's not the first it's definitely the first good one i would imagine uh, mm-hmm. trying to think i can't think of anything that would have been before it that was highly regarded um so i i mean i don't know if i have really too much more to say on it um i'll give it it's very important so let me think here i'll give it a 4.37 (laughs) (laughs) 
Dad, what's All Chat right. GPT have to say about this one? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Nothing. So Jaws left an enduring social impact <laughs> extended beyond the. <laughs> no, just give us a rating. You're you're out. No, I've got some stuff to say. Oh, um, you have stuff to say? I do. So Jaws helped. I don't know if they like started it, started it, but like the whole summer blockbuster, like the releasing mm. summer, um, it kind of helped push that into it to become a thing. Um, yeah, but pe- people were scared of sharks. So, I mean, that's kind of a big deal. Um, <laughs> it confirmed down. here. <laughs> it's It started Shark Week. There you go. You had it. I just made that up, but you maybe I didn't. I don't know. Are you gonna? Are you guys gonna Google it? Probably not. Probably not. So. <laughs> I don't know. We'll just say uh, we'll just say it's true. Um, old Jamie's gonna Google it. Old Jamie. <laughs> Who's that? Lies, Dad. So much hate tonight. <laughs> I apologize, it. Jeff. I'm no longer gonna gonna throw shade at you. I'm done. Yeah, it's only been you've you, only been doing it for two hours straight. You guys, we're unanimously you guys, done. We're you done. guys don't need a producer anymore. <laughs> no, we're he good. Quits. We're done. He quits. We're, we're done. I quit. No I'm done. No, um, we're done. You're you're, you're done. We're done. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. Four point three eight. Four point three eight. Is that what? That's what you said. He said uh, 4.37 because you said 4.38. I like it. it. I'm honored. All right, Nick. (laughs) What's the category? Impact. 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 Yeah. So, um, no, it totally did. So, for being delayed, the movie was delayed several times, um, which led to a June release unplanned, but did set the precedent for their. The reemergence of the the summer blockbuster um, that previously did not exist, and we have consistently seen those releases. Even Star Wars, two years later, A New Hope, which Spielberg, Lucas, big friends, yeah. practical effects in play, right? So mm-hmm. I would not go. I would go so far as to say, like Jaws did have a lot of impact and influence on the coming of Star Wars summer release practical effects um so Mm -hmm. i mean industry wise culturally wise like jaws is it's got that it's got that stamp it's got that that iron prod um mark on the industry and our culture so i mean i would i would i'm just gonna give it a five like fuck it i gotta be honest with you i feel like the movie released in june wouldn't have been better to do it the first week of July would have made yeah, more sense for, in my eyes. I guess you think. Yeah. yeah, sure. But I mean, who said, I mean, we can look it up. I mean, it might've been slapping in July. You know what I mean? Like a June yeah, release, but like it might've still been blowing out. The Maybe there were like, and- there was probably like a group of comically evil beach town mares <laughs> that pushed against it. It was like, no, no, suppress this money. nonsense. <laughs> we don't do such things. Um, man, I'm just looking through Spielberg's like director directorial history. Oh, don't do that. And 
My goodness, dude. Bro, like, stacked. Mm-hmm. It's unfair. I am not familiar with anything pre-Jaws, but well, if we're talking like his impact on like directorial style, the use of practical effects, things of that nature, I mean, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, two years later. Indiana Jones versus The Lost Ark, 1981. I haven't either. E.T., 1982. Um, you know, you two other indiana jones you have hook which was amazing had some cool like practical stuff in 91 then of course jurassic park which had epic practical effects for giant dinosaurs in 93 the fact that he um, started that with jaws yeah you know what i mean like that's insane yeah. um i didn't know about the summer blockbuster thing and that's one awesome, but two Never hilarious ended. that it also wasn't intentional. <laughs> um, and the 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 monster movie, uh, like adoration that this created, and how it it's led to additional shark movies that as we as chad said earlier on the episode clearly do not hold up to uh, the likes of jaws but uh not many shark movies are known of before jaws and not many stand uh against jaws even though it's nearly 50 years old so i'd say that's a, a pretty um big impact uh just in shark movies alone but yeah this movie is in the zeitgeist for a reason. And that's because it had a very strong impact uh, when it was released and a very lasting impact uh, that even this day, 48 years later, we're talking about this movie. Um, So with that being said, I'll give it a 4.5. And I think this might be the strong, could be the strongest category of the night. I mean, yeah, I I think it has to be. You're the only one that ran lower than me, and that's weird. It's not the strongest, actually. 4.56. Wow. What was the strongest? Uh, special effects. Uh, makes sense. Yeah, um, deserved. Yeah, so Nick, while I do the final calculations for the overall score tonight, would you take us out with some just closing remarks on Jaws? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can see why maybe some people might not like this movie and think it's overrated. I think that's a fair assessment because we're all entitled to thinking things are overrated just for the sake of that. But this movie doesn't deserve it. I mean, there was moments, and this is what I forgot to say earlier. I was like sitting on the edge of the couch when I thought it was his son that died. Cause I feel like they almost play into that purposely. I was sitting there like, Dude, did they just like murk his his son like second murder of the movie? I'm like that is intense. So, I mean, they drew me out, and it was a great movie to watch. Now, the ending, we didn't really talk about this. The ending, yeah. I was not overly fond of. Because it does kind of have like a classic, like older movie ending Abrupt where like ending, shit yeah. just 
is done. He just kind of like laughs at his boy that like a dude just died. He's like, what happened to him? He just like kind of like chuckles. It's like, we, <laughs> we did it. I was like, and then we just cut to the awkward, also outdated. We get the intro with credits doesn't happen anymore like that. But then we get an outro with just like some credits. So, you know, that was probably like the weakest point for me is like the ending. I was just like, okay, I, everything leading up to that was fantastic. So like that's what makes up for it. But the way they just ended on that note. But then again, I couldn't recommend like a better way to end it. Um, that wouldn't make it cheesy. So they did what they had to do. Yeah. So sounds like you're for this being misunderstood and it is not overrated, but in fact, a good movie. I, I think if you dislike this movie, like it, you're just misunderstanding the yeah. context and nature of the movie in general because it's certified classic. Yeah. Uh, before I go around, and what I'll do is I'll get uh, everyone's opinion, then I'll reveal the score, and that'll be, you know, whether it's overrated or misunderstood. But Nick, you make a great point. When we were talking up this concept, I think that was kind of like the goal is to explain what could cause the argument for being overrated and and are we attempting to clarify the misunderstanding right mm-hmm. um so that, that, i think that's a very valid point because if you look at what the goal of this movie is you know we're not telling like a genre bending story with like super crazy character development this is right. a movie about a shark that eats people and they then they blow it up <laughs> like did it do that really good um, or are you looking into this uh, through maybe the, lo- the wrong lens? But, uh, Dad, your just overall thoughts. Do you think this movie is actually overrated or is it misunderstood? I I think it's misunderstood, yeah. if anything. I, I think it was a great movie that holds up. Nothing wrong with it. Nice, nice. Chad, yourself? Nothing, except the thing that you rated like two point whatever. Um, <laughs> that was wrong with it. Go on. The acting? Yeah, that was <laughs> kind of crap. Yeah, but. so, I, I mean, I, I was shocked when this even popped up as overrated or misunderstood. Uh, I think this is a through and through classic movie. Uh, I was a little concerned actually going into it. I was like, man, maybe this doesn't hold up right. how I thought it did in my mind. Um, and it might be, I don't know, it might be because I watched this movie a shit ton when I was a kid. So I might, I'm very nostalgic for this movie as well. Uh, so that might play a big part of it. Maybe a fresh person coming in. Maybe it is kind of underwhelming. You, you've never seen Jaws. I've seen it, but it's, but I, I would say like my total watch time might equivalent to like three at this point. Yeah. So I've maybe seen it like a total two times, like 20 years ago. Ah, uh, gotcha. Versus, okay. like, this is probably the first time I've sat down as like an adult yeah, and like same. digested the movie. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think through and through, one hundred percent misunderstood. If it's even on an overrated list, which I can't imagine, it is. Where the hell that's wrote that list? Got here. That's how yeah, we found it. So bizarre. Yeah. So we bizarre. Debunk this one first, like man. Yeah, who's <laughs> smoking out there? <laughs> um. Yeah, I think uh, I think I agree. I think this is misunderstood, and 
Um, this might, for those who think it's overrated, it might fall into that same trap that I uh, have uh, complaints about with movie reviews today about like certain movies that get trashed in reviews by critics when you're like, okay, I understand what you're saying, but do you understand what the movie's trying to do? Because Jurassic World is not trying to be like Schindler's List. Like we're watching CGI dinosaurs fighting. Right. Yeah. Um, so why are you like trying to analyze the story like you would a Christopher Nolan film um, when right. we're just watching CGI dinosaurs? Um, so I, I, I do think it's misunderstood. And just I didn't realize how old this movie was like true i did not think that I it was from either. the 70s like i mean no. i i knew it was there... from the 70s but i i i for some reason did not think that it was it came out f- four years before alien which seems even absurd in my mind right now saying it even yeah. though i know it's true yeah i mean exactly i mean there are more jarring things in all <laughs> three star wars that came out in the like 79 82 in like 85 than this movie absolutely like it doesn't have anything that's wildly out of place whereas like you you go back and watch a new hope any of the original trilogy (laughs) you're like yeah that's wrong like that's outdated um you don't find that in this movie It, it 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 sits encapsulated in what it is without like dating itself somehow and i don't know how you pull that off like how how when they were you know when spielberg's like we're gonna make this movie and like he's like that's the thing like just like what you talked about mike like the opening shot like what about his brain was like that's not gonna work like period let alone like 40 years from now Um, (laughs) yeah like yeah yeah, so I, I, while you guys were talking, I scoured our DM for the article that listed this as an overrated movie, and here's what they said. Maybe next time uh, we'll start the discussion reading why the the internet listed this as an, as an overrated movie, but they say uh, in their, their write-up here, however, when you look at the actual story and characters, some flaws prevent it from truly being a masterpiece. The characters are one-dimensional, while Roy Scheider's chief Brody is a relatable protagonist, the other characters are mostly just caricatures, which I would argue that even Brody was. Uh, Richard Dreyfuss is Hooper, is the nerdy scientist. Robert Shaw's Quint is the old gruff uh, sea captain. They don't really have much depth beyond these basic archetypes. Film's pacing can be slow at times, while the buildup to the shark attacks is expertly handled. There are stretches of the film where not much happens. This can make... Uh, the movie feel dragged out. I think Jaws is a good movie, but I don't think it's quite as great as some people make it out to be. Definitely worth a watch, but don't expect a flawless masterpiece. Um, I mean, I don't even know that we're. I don't even know that we're saying it's a flawless masterpiece. That's yeah, not. No, what no, I mean, that's no. not what you're going into Jaws for. Right. You're not trying to find a, the Christopher Nolan movie that that you're looking for, right? Like you right. said. So. Yeah, I and I think that's another. <laughs> like yeah. I, you I can't was just. Very... I was very happy to watch it. Like, you know, to, to truncate a, a story into this, like I started watching on Tubi for free. And when they hit me with the four thirty second ad, I was like, you guys are fucking up my movie experience. I'm going to go rent this for four bucks, but paid with Google opinion credit. Money yeah, credit. 
because it's worth it because you guys are messing with my vibe right now because I'm trying to watch this movie end to end and you guys are throwing two minutes at me. I was upset. Yeah. But. Uh, so yeah, I guess if you're like gonna compare everything to a, if, if a movie isn't a quote unquote masterpiece, then it's overrated because people think it's good. You're going to have quite a large list of overrated movies. Um, right. But yeah, so uh, tallying up the scores, what did we say it had to be greater than to be? Four. Okay, so if the score is greater than four, it is misunderstood. It's actually a great movie, and you guys should watch it if you haven't already. Um, and the final score was 4.12. So just, no, squeaked, just over. squeaked over. But uh, that is, that's so fair because... Yeah, I, it's in that category, but That's like it. it's yeah. not a five. I'm right. not like Chad said. Like we're not saying it's a five. Like, yeah, yeah. So uh, essentially, we're saying the movie's misunderstood. It's actually a great watch. You should watch it and have fun with it. Um, and we're actually pretty much agreeing exactly with what the article says, uh, except they're comparing it to being a masterpiece and therefore calling it overrated mm-hmm. because people think it's a good movie. Uh, so bad job out of you, whoever wrote this article. However, you got me to click on it, which served its purpose, I guess. Bad so maybe good job out of you. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed this concept, so hopefully we revisit it later on down the road. Uh, there's definitely quite a lot of movies, specifically just in this article alone, that are crazy <laughs> that people would be like, what? You're going to consider that overrated? Um, yeah, I don't know. What you guys, what'd you guys think? It had fun doing this one? Oh. This was rad. Yeah. Somehow, somehow, somehow <laughs> rating. Like, no. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I don't know. Guys. Somehow running Except through the Chad. rating, the categories on like a single movie <laughs> was nice. I like that. I did yeah. enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, so, Nick, I forgot to mention all these things at the beginning of the episode. <sighs> but, you know, you well, already brought good. up your hatred of ads, but you wanted me to remind you about a Barbenheimer map and <laughs> Ultra Ram. Do we have time for either of those? I can save Ultra Ram for a future day. It's just, okay. it's a hot topic. But um, we can talk about Barbenheimer for a quick second. So I'll pull up a map. Um, <laughs> Not that I had it ready or anything. <laughs> this, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> this is Barbie versus Oppenheimer trending but per Google, right? So what's okay. the trending topic? They're just people so, searching? Yeah. Um, probably a... A number of things um but the more pink the more barbie the more blue the more oppen so what's interesting about this is if let me flip it real quick it has a weird distinction with (laughs) our our political like voting map like this doesn't look too far off from how our states vote when it comes to elections um, and even your your zero preference to either movie <laughs> are are three of those five are swing states. Wow, <laughs> that is so. And Ohio, which historically is usually blue, has been red the past like couple elections, is red on the Oppenheimer chart. And obviously, New Mexico, very otherwise liberal state, when they vote. Oppenheimer, the most based in New Mexico, state. though, right? Because that's where it all mm. went down in True. terms of most of the research. Very interested in that film. So, 
very, very interesting. And um, there's one Instagrammer that was talking about this and he was like, this country never fails to amaze me at like <laughs> how the, the, what drives us. Right. So like, what is, what is the weird like psychological correlation between Democrat uh, Republican and Oppenheimer um, Barbie. So very, yeah. very weird. It's that is very weird. Um, but like yeah. Mississippi, they freaking love Barbie, dude. Like I don't know what's <laughs> happening down there, but it must be where mm-hmm. Barbie's from. I don't know. She must be a Mississippi girl because <laughs> they love they love Barbie down there. But bizarre. Um, like, look at Virginia. Yeah, sure. Blue. It's nuts. Nice. I don't know how that uh, good find. Very interesting. Um, also love any time that you're able to use a map. So I can, I can appreciate that. Dude, uh, but yeah, map. thanks guys. Make sure you subscribe, uh, leave a comment. <laughs> let us know what you thought about Jaws. You think it's overrated? You think it's a good movie? Um, sucked. Be yeah. on the lookout for pokey boys season two coming soon here to the show boys platforms. Boys. And, uh, next week we're going to be talking about, the series premiere of Ahsoka uh, is going to be super fun, and we're going to have some special guests, maybe two. Yes, yeah, sir. At least maybe one. one. Definitely one. Maybe Very two. special. Um, so, yeah, uh, we hope that you'll join us. Super, super excited myself for uh, Ahsoka. So, uh, look forward to talking to that. Until then, we'll see you on the next one. You guys have a great night. Goodbye. trippy dude because you were not back <laughs> when i looked and then it popped up and you were just immediately back <laughs> yeah i tried to tried to get like i was didn't just sit down uh right we trippy he, man you sold it well what what joke were you holding for the end who me yeah oh no i can't say it on air even like <laughs> <recorded>, period like <laughs> <laughs> oh no can never see the light of day